0: going on everybody cali death podcast back once again episode 87 i am here with joel right now my one of three of my resident homies the other two will be on later casey's actually going to be here pretty soon um and always as always thank you so much for being with us spending time with us for the people who are with us live on twitch uh and then uh, obviously you know these episodes go up uh on friday too so thank you to all you that have that are watching it afterwards uh hope you guys are having a good week and plug a couple things real quick uh we're before i do that we're joined by max phelps fucking shredder extraordinaire and a ton of great bands that i love so much so that's fucking awesome thank you so much max for being actually you plug away first i think that's
1: how we do it dude let's hear you uh
2: me um, plug yeah yeah please do uh, what do you want what do you want me to plug your stuff what a- no, but, no,
1: no, no, no. No. Can, you, can you say Kelly Death Podcast and Yeah. Do you have Kelly
0: any uh...
2: podcast?
0: Wait, <laughs> you didn't get, the, get, the, get the, the 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 script that I gave you, dude?
2: Uh, I I uh, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah.
0: No, actually, plug away for you, dude. Any okay. uh, any um, uh, projects that have merchandise or places to sure, go to find so, uh, out, out?
2: My name is Max Phelps. Uh, I play in a band called Exist uh i play in death to all i've worked with cynic i've done some work with defeated sanity um and uh actually i have another project called Wait that we just released an album back in february so Killer, dude. those would be my plugs
0: where could uh well i i'm asking for like um also where can people buy merch is there exist merch on being there? uh, there's
2: very there's not a ton left uh, but band camp would be the place yeah we're kind of we probably need to re-up
3: but yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) is it like exist band or something exist band
2: i let me look uh (laughs) exist.bandcamp.com
1: yeah okay cool cool sweet sweet and uh
0: for us we're gonna go battleforgecoffee.com go get your fix on that shit deeds of flesh roasting you some beans gets you ready for the day um They got swag and shit too, so go over there. And then uh, for us, CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com We got only one shirt design up there, but we are going to be having uh, another design up there pretty soon. We've been thinking about getting one out there. We're probably not going to wait until this one's... Even though this one's low in uh, inventory, we'll probably get it up there before that one's out just to have a couple options for you guys. But yeah, that, that helps support the podcast literally you know there are bills that come along with this i'm not paying them uh <laughs> <laughs> mr joel horner is
1: i get paid though and casey I get paid too him. yeah yeah that's what's up um, no it's this i, I, I mean it, it was uh, go for it sorry well i was thinking like you know oh, there's this these funny like shirt companies like uh this fucking hilarious one named oh, it's meth syndicate but they have like these funny <laughs> shirts that but they do these like releases like it'd be cool I'm, I don't know, we should probably talk about this off the podcast, but be cool just to do like one release, and then re- once we're done, we're done, and then do the next one, but we'll probably just, with the logo shirt, probably always keep that one, but have like limited like flip-flops, and then they're done, yeah. and then like, you know, like, we'll shit get, like that, because yeah, I yeah. go and buy the shit out of those shirts, like they're, I got one that's typo negative, they're like funny, but it's like, it says type 2 diabetes, And it's got the Wilford Brimley on it. I don't know. Like funny shirts (laughs) like that or like, it's got Tom Hanks pissing and it's got like 10 different (laughs) pictures of him pissing. I don't know. Just random shit like that. Just makes me chuckle and I buy them and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to wear this? But a league uh, of their own.
0: (laughs) And he takes like the, the like world that's in there. That's on the shirt. Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Well,
4: fuck yeah
0: but yeah dude that that, like i said if you guys can uh make uh casey and joel not have to spend any more of their money so we can do this for you every week that'd be all rad as shit dude so go buy a t-shirt we'll have uh more things to come like joel just said maybe some flip-flops in the near future but yeah all right dude we did it we're out of the plug section um max thank you again dude for coming on dude um I, I was actually very, uh, stoked when Casey had told me that you were, you were down to do this dude. And cause you know, we, we, uh, full disclosure, we didn't have you scheduled for this week. You know, we had another person scheduled and then just in the, m- the amount of time that we, you and Casey had talked, it was cool that it all worked out, dude. And thank you. Thank you for, uh, yeah, thank, you- thank
2: you. Thank you for having me. I'm a listener. So, you
0: know, that's killer. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. that's really cool that's that's very awesome to hear any any guest that comes on that said that they've heard the show before you know or just anybody telling me that they listen to this thing dude i'm like
1: that's so fucking cool you know i think it's like telekinesis or whatever too because i I think I i have a memory of wanting to text the chat we should get max on because i saw the picture of uh of you guys doing the death to all and that like um that like humongous shot with you and uh steve you know steve's been on the show before and stuff so And uh, I was like, fuck, we got to get Max on. I've seen him with Cynic so many times and I've seen him just crush it. And then the death to all stuff. And I was like, and then Casey's like, we got Max. And I'm like, what the fuck did I say that? Or not?" (laughs) I think Casey just was on the same wavelength. But yeah, super stoked you're on, man. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, thanks again.
1: Oh, yeah. No
0: doubt, dude. And um, so then as a listener, you know, we like to get that story, dude. we like to go back as far as we can. Where you uh, came across music, where uh, not just came across it, but where it like became something important to you earliest age you could think of
2: um well i mean i remember listening to you know or like maybe not consciously thinking about it as much but hearing music from a really young age um so like i remember being like really young probably like two or three and watching like the fantasia yeah vhs you know oh yeah Uh, and uh you know, and remembering some of those, I, I liked like the Stravinsky part where the dinosaurs were like fighting. I don't know if you, that's but, uh... a,
0: that's a cool, that's a cool thing. That's one, <laughs> never been referenced yet as an influence on this show, which is rad. Yeah. And two, something that I respect as a Disney fan since as long as I can remember. And three, it's like, it's actually is like a, a, a dump of, 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 Intricate music on the young people who watch it, you know, like yeah. you wouldn't necessarily listen to a classical piece as a three, four, five year old until you watch they they're, they're you watching doing cartoons, it. you know, and yeah, yeah. but actually underneath is this like um, subliminal influence in your in the way you hear music, maybe you know.
2: I think for sure, yeah. I mean, I I remember like a teacher. Uh, introducing me to the Rite of Spring, you know, when I was taking music lessons, like then as a teenager, and and then when he showed it to me, I was like, Oh, wait, I actually know this like inside out just because I I heard (laughs) it all the time as a kid, you know, right, Uh, right, and it like it made total sense to me, so um, but yeah, so I mean, there was that. Uh, my parents listened to you know, I don't they're not like music heads, but they had like their vinyl collection and they would play, like, you know, I, I remember my mom playing like the white album by the beatles a lot mm, and you know nice. that's a big impression you know still one of my favorite bands and oh yeah you know a lot of like michael jackson thriller and uh off the wall and I, don't, I probably a bunch of other stuff just kind of in that you know whatever popular 60s through you know 60s and 70s music um, right right oh so yeah i mean that's like stuff i remember and then i took piano lessons a little bit in elementary school um and I think I liked it. And honestly, the, the thing that psyched me out was like, two years in, my teacher was like, "All right, I want you to play a recital." And I was just like, "Fuck that! I quit." <laughs> you know. Uh, so, uh, and so then I I didn't really start playing guitar until I was like thirteen, um, just because I had a mutual friend. Uh, actually, one of my he, he's one of my best friends. I've been friends with him since I was four hung out with him last night, actually, cool. uh, and he had started playing guitar, and he was really into like classic rock stuff, like he was a big Beatles guy, uh, Hendrix, and all that stuff. And so he was just kind of playing these songs, and uh, so I, I really just picked it up because my friend was doing it, and I just thought, yeah, I, I don't know what my intention was because I, 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 didn't have any expectation for it. I was just like, oh, Dan does that a good you know. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> and it's uh, kind of how you kind of work at that. Yeah. Age too. You know.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh. And then it it crept in, just as you know something that really became uh you know it was oh, like at, at thir- some point at oh, thirteen.
0: Sorry. What were you listening to though?
2: Um. Well, in middle school, I I had let me I had I mean I had like my new metal phase. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. There was that. There it. was you know I kind of dabbled with like the pop punk stuff. Just, what you know, were you? They, what
0: year were you born?
2: Uh, 88 oh, okay yeah so my so, brother's
0: age yeah 30 yeah kind of impressionable
2: to just whatever whoever was around me was you know, Any you know like cousins
0: I, or siblings or no no
2: no i younger sister but no nobody who was really like showing me anything but just you know just kids at school and then right yeah and then at some point um to, tool was kind of like one of those mind-blowing bands for me you know that was really kind of like a gateway into maybe listening to music with more intensity um mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think my first album's like wait probably years before that you know maybe in like sixth grade or something like i remember i got like a copy of like the yellow submarine soundtrack nice and then the marshall mathers lp which had like just <laughs> come out you know and every kid had that you know right right um so yeah i mean but i think yeah tool was like kind of a Oh, big one and then and then i got into rush not too long after that and metallica you know kind of going back and discovering like the thrash albums and uh and then i guess were that you trying to play of- that
0: stuff on guitar too with your homeboy
2: Yeah. uh, He wasn't, he never got into like heavier music. He was always like more of a, but, but uh, Hendrix was big for me too. Jimi Hendrix was huge for me. And I, when I started playing guitar, I did start with a teacher who I took lessons with for two years and he was, and so did my friend and also so did a bunch of people who ended up being really great musicians that came out, you know, from the town. I'm in like a bunch of professional musicians uh, and, and, but what was cool was he wasn't, the lessons weren't very disciplined. It was more like he was, he was very casual about the approach of like, Hey, well, what do you want to try doing? And I think, I, I think in some ways it was like the perfect thing for the age I was at because everything else that I'd ever done was like structured in terms of, you know, being around your peers and, you know, Mm -hmm. like sports is a thing where you're working with people. And I, there was just something so individualistic about it and, Mm -hmm maybe free of expectations that I think that really was just the right thing at the time. And so it really connected with me and it it was something that, yeah, I didn't have any expectations for it. It just gradually became something that I at some point kind of had an epiphany like, Oh, I spend a lot of my time just sitting here in my room doing this.
1: Right. Did you learn uh, music theory first before you had like a a teacher that was just teaching you what you wanted to learn?
2: No, no. Um, I had the same
1: experience that was it just helps so much to get you into it it's like you want to hear what it sounds like to play along with a CD that you love or something like that and then you're like oh I'm in you know like that's all it takes you know yeah
2: I and I mean like I I teach music and I generally kind of take that same approach I mean it's 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 very contingent on who it is you know Mm because everybody uh, is receptive to different things and and different things stick with people in different ways but uh but yeah I I would say uh,
0: sports what sports did you play
2: uh when i was really little i played like soccer baseball basketball i sucked at basketball i was a short kid so it, like, I, I was a like, short yeah, kid too yeah, nice i was like real short as well. i didn't spur it up until like you know 16. loved playing got,
0: like, it but i just uh, maybe four swatted all the time <laughs> yeah no oh, yeah definitely <laughs> my, swatted, <didn't> my, <laughs> <it>? <laughs> my exact yeah my
2: exact story uh and then and then lacrosse was like the last sport that i played uh before
0: so what started. was it like balancing all that and music
2: well, I didn't really do them at the same time. Oh, like okay. Once I, yeah, once I started, I think the year I started playing guitar was like it for lacrosse, Later you know? Yeah, because yeah. I Because I, I, I kind of like, I never resisted doing them, I you know, but I, I also kind of had some realization like, oh, I you know, I'm standing on the field just like thinking about like wanting to go home and play video games. So, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but you time. learned some of the things like team mentality and and you know, not being an individual. There's no iron team. Yeah, I think I, mean. I think I just
2: spaced out the whole time. Yeah, you know? you're just I, like <laughs> whatever. Dude. I'm, I'm just here. Like, fuck, fuck I gotta wait days. until this. Yeah, is over yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 I learned that from other things.
1: Did Hopefully. you say – so you, you teach lessons, right? Yeah. So that's something – are you doing, like, remote lessons?
2: I do uh, – yeah, right now I'm, like, 50-50 because during okay. the pandemic, you know, my roster cut down a lot. And, yeah, I was just doing remote. And in the last, uh, like, six to eight months, I've started going back in person. But I'm still doing a decent amount of – I'm kind of half and half right now.
1: Are you Are you booked or can you take new students? Should we promote uh, I, that a little bit?
2: I can take new students, yeah. yeah How do they get a hold of you? Not, uh, maybe – instagram okay. instagram's you know pretty universal or i guess email but is you know definitely yeah,
0: should ask you that <laughs> M. phelps guitar
2: at gmail.com yeah but i mean you know i i with that it's like i uh i teach for two lesson studios and they usually keep me pretty booked it's more of just a thing where like i haven't gone back to doing it full-time to the extent that i was before the pandemic so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. got it got it i do session oh. work too so i get a decent amount of like you know, I, I got some cool vocal commissions like over the pandemic that actually really helped out. Nice. So
1: yeah, I definitely want to ask you questions when we get into that about your vocals because mm-hmm. uh they're very reminiscent. I mean, from the death to all thing, Jesus Christ. It's like fucking reincarnation almost of yeah. Chuck. it's crazy, man. I um, I always
2: I always feel like it's not the same, but I so, well I mean, yeah, I you're going really doing sound like it somebody too. else. It's just, I think it's just also that style like not a lot of people do that throaty thing these days you know so
1: totally yeah. definitely no we'll get into that for sure but yeah, you're so you're, you're jamming and stuff are you ever are you so you're getting into more proggy kind of like trippy like Wait, music why are we getting
0: stuff? off the timeline though oh, that was the i thought we were, frog... the, I thought we were in the rush. Like, high school still oh yeah okay
1: what's up dude you're right you are
0: on the yeah, timeline dude that's how you're talking about right now well what's up max it.
4: sorry i'm late man it's been a
2: crazy day no problem nice to meet you you too man yes hell
0: yeah We got got another resident homie. E-meet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, you're, uh, you see you're you're, like getting into rush and stuff like that. Are you playing with any like folks or are you just kind of just learning on your own at this point?
2: Uh, Well, I played with my buddy, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much all through, yeah, like high school. Uh, And some of it was just the two of us jamming. Like, you know, we would have like, you know, I, I would go over to his house and spend the night and we would like try to record an album in the night which was just us making up like really shitty stupid songs and recording (laughs) them on like a cassette player you know yeah Um, yeah um and uh and then we had a band that was absolutely terrible but it was like our take on like some sort of glam thing which is called it was called syphilis but it was like spell (laughs) drunk
3: uh
2: and then yeah and then uh sometime around like maybe eleventh grade I joined uh like a melodic death metal band that was kinda yeah, like kinda at like the inflamed. gates you kind of spell? yeah something okay. something like that yeah
0: from your hometown
2: yeah yeah same yeah. school
0: yeah. you got just
2: uh, yeah. no they well there it was a school that was like right next to the, it was Anoop Sastry was the drummer. So um he's Who like a, say a, it again Anoop Sastry. He's played oh, for, like, Devin Townsend and uh Sure, the, yeah uh okay yeah yeah he's he's Great. he's amazing but he yeah, yeah. always was but uh yeah so it was like yeah i did that and then i guess right out of high school kind of formed what ended up becoming exist um so and yeah from there you know i i played with other local bands kind of around that time frame of like maybe like age 18 to. They were 22.
0: were they already established, or did you were you part of the origins of those bands, or mostly?
2: uh well, the main. I mean, what so exists used to be called Asriel. Um, or oh, you guys disappeared? Oh wait, <laughs> we're really yeah, that's
0: right
1: now. the that's the production of the show, bro.
2: Oh wow, I have been uh, doing
1: the production. Casey jumped in. I totally <laughs> forgot that I could do that too. Okay, uh, well, go. And,
3: okay, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so yeah I, pl- I, I i i that was like the thing that i did that i mostly wrote for but i also yeah i would like join other bands and kind of fill in with other bands and just do a whole bunch of different stuff. styles
0: are all in the metal style
2: uh, sometimes different styles yeah, yeah. most you know mo- like mostly metal at that point um i started like studying jazz around when i was maybe like 20 so you know then i would start kind of playing with people doing more like that kind of stuff and and you know kind of various little like gigs that i might get through that um
0: just around town
2: yeah basically Mm -hmm. yeah like you know i used to do like a lot of duo stuff with this other guitarist and um so but yeah i don't know i always kind of stayed active trying to play with a lot of different people Um, right
0: right so in 11th grade what was like your number one influence
2: um, 11th grade, probably like, uh, play like Opeth. Nevermore was really big for me. Uh, Rush was always, you know, Rush always stayed really big. I was into the Brock yeah. stuff too, like King Crimson, and, mm-hmm. you know, yes. Uh, but yeah, definitely like Nevermore. Emperor was huge. Um, decapitated, uh, Nile. Um,
0: so it's just you and your homie just discovering this stuff together nobody's feeding it to you well,
2: well that that homie no he never went the original my friend uh oh, okay. he, he never he never got into metal you know he really? was like yeah, i still like kind of poke stuff out of you know but uh <laughs> no nah, he's um no I, I i had friends who were into it at that point you know i i had met some people who were like more into it you know including like the musicians i was playing with Um, yeah
0: once that happens dude then it becomes like this melting pot situation where everybody's kind of just throwing everything into this one big pile that everybody's getting you know turned on to and you you as an individual you pick and choose really what you want to you know follow down and i followed some weird routes that most of the guys that i hung out with didn't follow but also i you know there was those other bands that you you fall in love with together that's another thing too right like with your close friends that you're with you know as much as you guys can like falling in love with the, the same band or multiple bands together it's it's that's a cool experience dude
2: yeah for sure because sure. that takes yeah. up
0: so much time then dude and then it just becomes like smoking bowls drinking beers and literally just talking for hours about metal and the more bands you fall in love with together the more shit you got to talk about you know yeah, it's always it's like a
1: competition too like com- like who's gonna find the next six thing heard. to bring to the table right yeah, yeah yeah there's always the
2: guy who's like trying to go more and more underground and, <laughs> yeah. yeah right and like that starts like shitting intro, on everything you bring you bussy, like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: yeah anything you bring he's like that sucks dude check this out you know, <laughs> yeah like...
2: exactly
1: well that was like
2: those were like that was like MySpace days too you know Mm -hmm. that was like okay kind of so that kind of i I think between that and like torrenting stuff you know that Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to think of yeah because a a lot of it was word of mouth with friends but maybe maybe like some of those metal news sites you know like metal sucks was kind of at a height then and metal injection and you know just going on blabbermouth and uh, i'm trying to i never was like too big on forums uh, like I would lurk them sometimes, but I never really was like active on, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I guess a lot of it was friends, just kind of showing each other stuff and
0: right, yeah. Because yeah, as soon as one of you or all you you figure out one thing you, that you you're like, oh dude, these guys got to hear this, you know. Or you know, we've said it hundreds of times on the show the the record store trips where everybody goes and has a certain yeah. amount of money. Yeah. find you know scour that use section for those three to five dollar you know look at those logos look at all the song names and all that shit what record label came out and record then everybody i must hum- have
2: been in the last few years that hit that too because because i did have that like you know at age like you know 1920 i was like working in a warehouse and i would go at you know I would go after that to the to the store and then, yeah, just pick stuff kind of based on like maybe it was something that I'd kind of heard of. But, you know, and and not all the albums there are there. It's not the whole discography. It's like there's one or two and mm-hmm. sometimes it's the newer thing and you look at the artwork and you're like, OK, I guess I'll try this one. You know, yeah. So that's definitely something I got to experience that, you know, I think any younger probably wouldn't have as much
0: i know dude there is that I, I wonder what the age is that you could say that oh it tipped over to the other side and now that from that point forward like anybody who's born yeah
1: well my space still you could still i mean you're still buying albums in that time it was kind of it I was streaming... it was like a
2: combination of downloading and buying because i remember like if i looked mm. at my cd books you know like Around those ages, it's like it was a mix of like burnt CDs, CDRs, and, and, and yeah. then CDs that I'd actually bought. You know, I was like
1: 80% burnt. And I was, was
0: 80% purchased, and Dan was, would come with the CDRs. Like the original
4: Pirates, you know, like before the streaming stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. We Tape traders, but the tape was more just to get sh- trading like styles and like, you know, of course you'd make tapes, but they didn't sound great. And you keep yeah. it. Like, but the CD burn was like, oh, dude, it's like same quality, dude. It's yeah, like- yeah, yeah. Well, that was
2: the thing. It's like your friend might have something and then you yep. acquire it from them, you know, but That's still somebody thing. you yep. knew, somebody you knew had to have it.
4: I mean, yep. I remember having so many burned CDs in my car in this case, and like one time they got stolen in front of our, our apartment, the the the, the uh, furniture dome. Oh yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, that guy just stole a, a booklet of burned CDs. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he's stoked. Maybe he was just like, you know what? I like this choice. No, not, it was not. For the money, yeah. Just,
1: yeah. Hey, so maybe with the drugs that I'm taking, this will sound better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What that's, about iPods, dude? The... iPods too.
0: That was like a that another. That was a thing. changer. It, it was, was a definitely a changer out. for me. Yeah. I'd still yep. purchase cds after that and i'd upload them onto the computer though like a fucking
1: remember that know, was like exciting trademark. back in the day with like the mm-hmm. itunes like getting like a shit all like set up for the ipod like getting like it all cataloged you're like oh i'm gonna oh, upload yeah. them and oh, yeah, you now you know it was like a whole process just to do like a cd or two was like that's like 30 45 minutes well, to like in reality, catalog it and like, yeah.
0: yeah it makes it made it easier because like my my Shit was probably like over twenty thousand songs. So if you really want to find something on a on a massive amount of songs like that, you gotta categorize it, dude. Yeah. But then I got to like gnarly. It'd be like <laughs> 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 no, it's not that gnarly. I was gonna say Rocky Mountain Hydro Grind, dude. <laughs> and it'd be That's just one like. band, <laughs> <laughs> It still oh, this-
2: felt more like uh it still felt more like you had a collection with that though. You know, yeah. now it's like yeah. you're just it's just a big ocean of shit. It's like, it you know, is, dude. and you Man. forget things immediately because yeah, it's just, like the next, you know, you're just bombarded with, like, you know, it still felt more okay. like you like had something.
4: Yeah. yeah. I just like, put some add b- to library, bands. you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it just like puts bands on the spot nowadays, I think, more and more. Cause I mean, there's so many releases that come out now. And because of Spotify and all these streaming services, it's like, it's for, it feels like to me, like it's forgot about a lot quicker because mm-hmm. like, People are like, all right, I went through the cycle. All right, let's go to the next one. Unless like there's songs that stick with them. And they, they keep those in their little, you know, a playlist yeah. they make or something. But it's kind of like, because there's there's albums that came out that I'm like, oh, my God, that came out. And I listened to it. And then my brain's just like, oh, another thing came out. It's like, you know, it's like on streaming services. And like, it's just gone. Like, it's not like I don't go to the store, make right. the purchase and like hold it and be like, oh, my but, God, I got it. I got it, you know. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't
2: invest in it the same way. Yeah, because totally. it's like if you bought that thing, then you're going to listen to it you know at least a few exactly. times before you decide you hate it or whatever and you're gonna see it
1: you're gonna see right. it like around on your desk mm-hmm. or somewhere you know it's gonna be mm-hmm. there They'll be like, oh yeah that and like you're gonna go back to that now it's just like all digital you know it's yeah but the yeah. silver
4: lining is there's some crazy weird features that I've, I've been getting into lately. I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but like I got this Apple TV from my folks, the 4K one, and I'm like, okay, because they got the new one and they gave it to me. And I was like, and I used the music on it and it's incredible, dude. It's like, first of all, it's lossless audio. So I can play anything lossless and stream it. And what does and lossless mean? Meaning CD quality. Like oh. there's no, no, no loss in the streaming, you know? And then also, um, it t- shows the lyrics and stuff. And I've been like listening to albums and been like, that's really what they're singing, like and it like <laughs> highlights. I'm all sick, and it's like a whole nother, like it's. Tr- I was listening. That's to them, your karaoke
0: putting, roots coming yeah, back, dude. dude.
4: I was putting on Exist and all kinds of bands and oh, defeated yeah. Sanity stuff, and I was just like, "That's like I see it from a whole nother
0: perspective."
4: But you know, but that's with the yeah.
2: lyrics and stuff.
4: Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I just like well, really- giving
0: you the whole. Yeah, they're trying to give you like an yeah. experience other than just listening, <laughs> you know, which is kind yeah. of what we we have talked about before. Like I, I've mentioned before that I liked to read the lyrics to the albums that i was listening to one because most death metal vocalists aren't understandable but two you really want to like get into that vibe of like what what are they going for with this because if you're going to put words to music like i hope that they're not just throwing random shit in there they're actually like taking the feel of the album and trying to speak it with words i don't know speak it but
1: yeah i was typing
0: Oh, and I was saying so the whole experience <laughs> is like reading along and seeing the artwork and all that kind of shit and maybe they got like trivia about the uh, that, didn't they have you used to have that on like a dish? Pop up. Yeah. Well, pop up thing. Pop right. Up right. Text. Totally. I think it was, like, on Dish or Comcast or oh,
1: something. Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, the like Kurt Cobain, you know, like, well, he, we, like, shot heroin. Shot his times. fucking head off, dude. <laughs> you know they just go straight for the
2: <laughs> I didn't know that.
0: I didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, out of the weeds, back into the story. So, at this time, so you're starting to jam. Are you getting, like, so you're starting to play shows at all yet at this age?
2: Yeah, yeah uh yeah in high school um yeah i, I think played, you might have uh, already covered it Uh but... <laughs> no, i mean like you know we would play these yeah just kind of i'm trying to think of what the places were i feel like usually they were like those kind of community center sort of shows you know in high school Yeah, totally um you know About but the, the but days. I but the, the town i grew up in actually had a pretty uh active music scene in general you know with like local music so it was actually a pretty good place for that um like you could you know you would play shows and there were actually people there you know and maybe there was like 20 other bands actually that teacher the first teacher of mine threw a regular show that was like pretty well attended just with a ton of local bands so those were like pretty good opportunities you know just to kind of get used to doing that
1: yeah growing up in that area in baltimore so would that be kind of like um uh, was that like the death like maryland death fest and stuff was that like a part of your regiment like when it started coming um, through
2: no well no because like i so i didn't grow up in baltimore i grew up about an hour away you told me um yeah and when md yeah i don't I, i don't know what the first year i went to mdf was uh it probably wasn't until i i think i only yeah i think i only drove down to it like once from there but i yeah i'm trying to remember like um now I just pop in and out, you know. I don't. <laughs> I, it's like it's like ten minutes away, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So no, but you know where we we, we there was a club called Jack's. Oh at, yeah, uh, Virginia. You know, you oh, know you yeah. In there. Did, yeah so, there, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was like, you know, that was once I was out of high school, like we started kind of doing the pay to play sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, with both Exist and this other band that I played in with Alex Weber, who you know is in Exist now. Job. um
1: totally yeah hey, he shreds yeah yeah, yeah you trick. should
2: get him on here um sure but uh yeah so um but yeah we would do like the pay to play thing at jack's and you know eventually like i remember opening for nile and that was like nice you We know played jack's Vegas. on
1: bloodletting right that place is sick yeah yeah we've yeah it's definitely like i was like a that's oh, a really? sick venue i mean It was like on kind of a strip mall, right? It was like a strip mall little spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: It's like one of those things that, in hindsight, probably was a huge dump. But, like, there was... I just remember there being, like, a really strong sense of community there.
0: I was just about to say the energy. Uh Like, there was a lot of people there, and everybody was down. I just remember that.
2: Yeah, and it was like we would all go and wait before the shows when somebody was, you know, it was like, you would go down there just, and there was that parking lot and that 7-Eleven. And yep. it was like,
5: oh, yeah, totally. everybody
2: just went down and lined up like yep. hours before the doors opened for whatever. And uh, yeah, there was a real, there definitely was a real sense of community there. Um,
0: Dude. And that's, those are like the, those are very important for, you know, the bubbles around, you know, the world. They got to have a central you know place that everybody meets you know periodically to feed that shit dude and i was gonna say it doesn't matter if it's a shithole dude if if you sound decent and everybody's down that is an experience right there that not only keeps the musicians going but it keeps the other people going too and inspires and you know other things can happen out of those little communities that pop up like the fucking pound 75th 7 7 750 time i probably said that but yeah it's that, I mean, a it's a little, thing.
2: that's a venue in like santa Cruz or that something. Was, or that San was that was ours
0: in
1: sf yeah oh, okay yeah it was For... pretty legendary i mean you know it's actually uh paul ryan was on and he brought up this uh i bought the dvd still haven't watched it yet but um he talked about this venue called the outhouse and it was like in the middle of kansas and you had to drive like a hundred miles into like cornfields to get there and it was just a place with no bathrooms no security no nothing and like humongous shows would happen there like he like all the big bands back in the day would play there that was like metal or like you know like green days played there like bands like that too and uh yeah just that kind of like community that came with that there's like a full documentary on it and it's like fuck, it's. Almost sicker than the pound. (laughs) I was like, like, you got to spend. Especially out
2: there, because you're probably like, yeah. Yeah. You're just, you know, less stimulated. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nowhere to go. If cops want to come, it's going to be like 30, 45 minutes till they get there. You know what I mean? There's no, it's got to have like a, it's kind of like a self policing community of, right. If someone gets out of control, you got to take care of them. You know, like it's uh, no relying on security. It's kind of an actual like little, little like planet little uh island of metal you know right <laughs> did, it,
0: did he say how long that that was going for how long that place was open
1: um it's it was going for about 20 years i want to say
0: so i mean yeah. then it then it is like a self-governed situation that everybody kind of is all on the same page like this is all this is like beautiful we do not want to lose this guys so if there's yeah. a bad apple
1: we gotta fucking push them out like a pimple you know definitely Definitely. But Jax was a sick character in Mortal Kombat too. <laughs> Jax,
4: I remember Jax, and I remember uh, the cyborg like bio, yeah, biomechanical, the dude. metal arms too. Jax was the night that we we played with Adler's Appetite after the show too. We, so we oh, played with yeah. we played a show at Suffocation on our tour, and then I think it was that night, and then uh, Steven Adler's band, like Adler's the Appetite, Guns and so oh, really? and, like the after show Oh, part, oh I was
2: really hoping that was the same bill. <laughs> oh dude, no, he has all suffocation
4: Adler's appetite, and yeah, uh, but but he, he was outside like he had this bus out there, and like Matt, our guitarist, like got to go up on it, like he was all like not all of us could go up, you know, kind of thing. And uh, he's all dude, you know, chilled with him and all this, and he's super cool, and you know, with well. The, whatever.
1: the crazy part about that story is that he that that show Sober House with Dr. Drew, he was on that show, and it just ended like the finale was like a week before that about like him like. Smoking heroin in the bathroom and stuff like that. And he's all and like he's like, no, that's all bullshit, man. I just smoke weed. This is bu-. but uh, it was like literally like a fucking top rated like reality TV show with fucking Steven Adler on it. And then he's like played a show with suffocation in us, and I was like, What the fuck? They came on like <laughs> at midnight, remember? Like he yeah, we were done at like 10 30, and then he came on like at twelve thirty. We're like, whatever, we're gonna stay awake yeah. and watch this shit. But it was fucking just a random jack's experience, you know.
4: My favorite sure. memory though was how hard he hit the snare drum i still remember to this day i can just visualize was, i've never hit seen anybody hit a snare drum that hard dude it was nuts. just damn oh, wow. dude that's how you hit if you're playing rock like that i was like that's how that's why appetite for destruction sounds
1: yeah different
4: yeah. you know he's something about adler dude you know i'm not a huge guns and roses fan or anything but he's a good drummer i'll say that for sure you know, yeah. oh
0: yeah fuck yeah
1: weeds yes <laughs> we're lost. I, was gonna,
0: I mean i was gonna say i was into knives and dandelions which actually is kind of like a uh thing on what i was about to say which is we need our machetes to hack ourselves out of this shit right now out of the weeds <laughs> nah no nah, nah, we don't not hey, actually you know what uh shout out to now i'm not gonna remember their name clemens i forget his last name he's from germany he ended a message he Sent me a message and he ended it with "Stay within Z weeds" and I'm like, yes, dude. (laughs) Is that the guy's
4: the bass player for Profanity?
0: No, he's in uh Infecting the Swarm. Okay, I thought it was his name. Which actually, I listened to that band after Mm -hmm. I because this was the second time I had talked to him and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna check out. He sent me a bunch of weird shit that you know might be you know on along the same lines as like Matt Hollenberg style shit. He's like, I went down this rabbit hole, blah blah blah. Um, and I was like, you know, he's in three bands, maybe I should check it out. Dude, infecting the swarm is pretty fucking dope. Like UL unique leaders, you know, next generation style. It, you know, it hits the inherit disease, it hits the disgorge, you know. Check it out. Infecting the swarm. Might be uh seeing them on the show soon. Fuck yeah. But yeah. Um <laughs> timeline guys where are we, where are we? <laughs> 11th grade <laughs> i keep going back into
1: the 11th grade so right you're now. 42 like the... <laughs> and uh i'm just kidding <laughs> and uh
0: so all right max um
1: so pay to play shows are doing pay to play shows jacks yeah. and stuff like that and uh mm-hmm. so it's with uh, the is balanced. it with your melodic band or what band No, was
2: this was uh this was so exist was called Asriel originally right. which bobby coble also had a band called Asriel. uh hmm. But uh, so, yeah, it was it was that. And then another band I played in uh, with Alex Weber called Wisteria. Um, and actually, Matt Rosa, who's the Exist guitarist, is he was in that too as well at some point. So, yeah. So, so what, I guess we're, we're, do you guys come
0: up with that name? That's a flower or something, isn't it? Well, I, that mean? wasn't
2: I don't know. That wasn't uh, it, it was a road in the town that, uh, uh, okay. that he grew up in my wife is from there too so i pass it all the time like if i'm going to her parents house i like um,
0: the, i like those types of little subtle references to personal yeah i like to i like to hide those in my lyrics all the time dude these i've said it many times there's many things that they don't even know what i'm talking about where i'm right like, i can pinpoint why i wrote that line right there
2: right 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 you know yeah i'll do that sometimes yeah he's little taco bell on the beach <laughs> <laughs> i respect but, that
1: but yeah so when did you switch over to the name so was so when did it become like uh a, a project that was like let's we're doing this and this and you're still in the project so it's like that's definitely how many years has that been going exist
2: uh if you count before the name change well it wasn't too long before we changed the name um God, I don't even know. It would have been like twenty, two thousand and seven or eight or something. So okay. it's been yeah, it's been a while.
1: <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So did you guys ever get signed, or are you guys self-released? Or no, how's that on, work? Well, the
0: new ones on Prosthetic. I don't know. Oh Jesus.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, the last yeah, our Absolutely. two our two last albums are on Prosthetic.
0: That's really the only one I'm admittingly saying that I've sampled before the show. You know, sure, and, sure. Uh, um, i mean we don't have to dive into it that deep because i want to hear about the process of the albums previous to that too He sure. said that you know he, he'll probably mention it again that he really likes the first one too so i want to know like the whole process of where it like it starts to pick up speed for you guys and you start to expand and get more creative and making you know cool music with each other
2: um well but, so the first album was with a totally different lineup um it, it was alex rudinger was the drummer who so i came oh, up with Jesus. him also yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah and uh so and so it was him and i and this bass player and then weber joined not too long after that um so we recorded this album weber weber didn't play on it he almost did but it was it was the other bass player, uh, this guy, Alex Nowak. And so that was more like a sort of straight ahead death metal album. And then basically by the time, you know, we still didn't really know how to like get things done in terms of, so by the time we actually like pressed it, the lineup had completely changed and we were doing something that was way more in line with what our first album sunlight sounded like. Um, and so we just ended up like, not even really releasing it like you used to have some songs on myspace and you know i still have a bunch of copies of it but uh i don't know they just sit there
1: <laughs> so it was uh, like it was self released and everything
2: that well it was like self released, but then we never really like put it out anywhere you know what i mean it was just like we pressed like some copies of it and it was it, just, it was self-held yeah, it, just, it just sits there yeah yeah exactly but it's never got it's got, like, it. it's got like it's got like <laughs> 14 year old Alex Rudinger blasting away. So that's kind of cool. Uh, well, uh, but, I'm reserving
0: uh, a copy right now.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll sell them when I get this, you know, but, I don't uh,
1: have a CD player else I would say I would be down.
2: <laughs> but uh, so then we, and, and so pretty quickly after that, we, we uh, started working on the material for what was sunlight and uh, we were rehearsing in the room like every week and, you know, playing local shows still um. Yeah, doing the stuff at Jack's, doing like the, you know.
0: So so are you? Yeah. So how many? What's what was like? Tell me. So you're saying you're jumping on all these tours? You're talking about opening up for tours that are coming through like Jack's to play. Yeah. Okay. So what was like the first one where you guys? All right, I got two questions. Sure. The first time you played, where you got off the stage, we're like, we fucking killed it, <laughs> and then also the like first time where you're like oh shit i'm playing with like the big boys
2: uh probably the same th- well we had some other shows before Nile was big you know mm-hmm. like opening for niall and especially for like rudy because that was you know george was like one of his all-time favorite drummers and mm-hmm. um so there was yeah we did that we did uh what else did we do? I mean, we, we did a bunch of them. We opened for Devin, we opened for Cynic. Actually, I think Cynic opening for Cynic, uh, around when Tracy and came out, ironically, was the first show under the exist name.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: know. uh, I think we played with the faceless a few times. Uh, I'm trying to think of the bill like faceless might have been like faceless veil vale of Maya. We did, I know we did like a summer slaughter or two. Did you
1: do um, any with the with decrepit too? Because there's we've done yes. like yeah okay we probably played with
2: you, you probably <laughs> like back yeah. In the day. yeah yeah, yeah. in mean, fact I, I, I know I know you did um but I can't oh, remember shit. what what
4: what, the, the... what year is the question for me. Uh, it later
2: okay i i remember attending the first one but we i don't think mm-hmm. we played that one but that was what was that like necrophages decapitated yeah. decrepit yeah. was on that right um oh that, not
1: on that one they nope. were on the first one they weren't on that faceless one, but they were was on that that was the first yeah, time yeah.
2: i ever saw the faceless because oh, yeah, yeah, like it. acledema had just yep. come yeah. out and yeah um what was the was it the second year then
1: it was. I mean, we did like 300 tours with not 300, but it was like a. It was always like the faceless and veil vale of Maya, and then we did um a summer slaughter with both of them, I think. And then mm-hmm. Casey had left, and then I did one more summer slaughter with them, probably too. They were just like, like I, I feel like veil vale of Maya has been on like 90 percent of the tours I've done, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's it was Jax was definitely like a a spot we would always hit. So right, I just feel right. like there's it was probably like. 2009 2010 ish that was when
4: born of osiris is on the tour and Tosin obasi was playing yeah Tosin. we we
2: definitely oh when he played for no we we definitely opened one when it was i think it was when animals actually was on the bill but it would have been it would have been pretty early on into you know into like we played with animals as leaders a few times like pretty early on
1: yeah no they were opening like they were it was like yeah that was fucked up it was like vital remains opening or something and then it was like a couple i forget who else then it was like animals and then it was someone else than us and I, I remember going in the backstage with like Tosin and javier and being like you guys are gonna fucking headline this thing in two years like i don't know why you guys are even like because everyone was showing up there just to think it might have been one of their first tours yeah and um everyone was showing up early for them and just like getting the head bob down, I was like, dude, everyone's here for you. Almost like, like, like you got this crowd on lock. You don't. Even, you have to go above us. This is bullshit. Like I, don't I was already,
0: I was down with him when he was in reflux, dude. I still oh, got my yeah, reflux with right. too. That Jeez. shit was fucking sick. If you're down with like, cause I, you know, the metalcore style, and you know, came out of my new metal shit. I'm, I'm down with some metal. It was Ash, Not, too. Ash, Av- yeah, Ash, Av- Ash
1: too. Ash, oh, too. Yeah. Evan, Evan, Evan was in that band. Evan yeah,
0: Brewer, dude. that's right. Yeah. Dude, it was it was great. And and they would come through with like the black market activity shit. Sometimes they'd be with you know animosity or Ed Gean or something. But that was when I was like, oh dude, Tosin's gonna keep going. I don't know what's gonna happen with this band, but that dude is definitely gonna go on to do great things. Dude, and- it's
2: it's cool because we all had that first animals is Later album, like kind of before it actually got released like we yeah, had like we had cool, it yeah. kind of circulating around like just on scene, yep. you know, and, and i met him a few times back then like and he was always really nice um mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's just funny because it was like we all thought it was fucking awesome but like i had no idea it was gonna just like completely change like i didn't you know it was gonna be that big guitar play. yeah exactly like it's yeah you yeah know, yeah it was it's it's interesting you know and and uh i guess kind of the same with periphery like you could see there was steam there and you know we all thought like they were the shit but it was like because we played i remember playing a local show with periphery uh with that band wisteria you know and it was like it was like we drove down to this it was like this college show down in like uh, i don't know virginia beach or something and uh and you know it was like 15 people there or something and and you know they, they i don't know it's, it's what's just the pay, place
0: there is it a uh a peppermint something uh, peppermint beach club peppermint Beach club. That, that, uh, before that time
2: Yeah, it was i don't know it was it was on a college campus it was like some uh, okay. metal club just kind of booked a show you know and it was just yeah, yeah it was yeah. just like a few college kids there and yeah and that i think cool it might have that. been i feel like it might have been periphery's first show with halpern or okay yeah
1: it was just like no one there. That's like when I knew that uh, Animals was gonna make it is that when we played uh, uh, Hollywood uh, Summer Slaughter, and just Steve I's there. So like <laughs> what's he <that? laughs> just yeah. I remember just like yeah. I was like I remember just pushing in cabinets into into the House of Blues and then I just look over and Steve was like, "Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going?" I was like, "Oh my god! Like what the fuck?" And that I was compl- and I know his dude. son's like a big metalhead, so like mm-hmm. I knew that part about it, but I guess like we're like dude we haven't even played yet he's gonna fucking watch us fuck this i don't want i don't want want steve i to watch us right now but uh yeah no after that show he went he went took toast into his house and they like jammed a bunch and uh and then i remember like steve i the toast the next day was like showing he's all dude i swear to god in the post from steve i was like just met one of the more like crazy like unique guitar players i've ever seen and blah blah and then like Next thing you know, they're like fucking standing on guitar, you know, Guitar World Magazine covers and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know, just well, how I fast did. he went. Yeah. Steve, yeah.
4: I so, seems like a cool dude, dude. I never met him. Yeah. He was cool, man. Just like I follow him on, you know, online. Me too. And shit. Seems just seems like nice. he's just a happy dude, like loves people and music. Yeah. And yeah. Just seems very generous kind of dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And very spiritual. Very spiritual, yes. Is it? <laughs> he seems like One he's got like every turn. religion all into like his garb and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, that's that's really cool seeing like those those bands that like exploded and getting to play like early shows with them and seeing them, you know, at their infancy and then seeing yeah. them what they're on now, you know.
2: Pretty inspiring. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, so yeah, just like
0: just like we were talking about with the. Uh, getting the exposure like where does exist start to like pick up speed you know like where what album kind of well signing with prosthetic obviously
2: well no it was it's been a pretty slow i mean i i don't even feel like we've still picked up any speed <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh it's uh we we put out an ep um in 2010 called uh in mirrors which was some of it overlaps with some of the material that was on our first album sunlight. And, um, so the first time that I remember people that weren't, you know, just like our friends or, or just, you know, I I feel like people locally kind of knew us and, and we usually got pretty good crowd reception, especially like opening some of those shows. But, um, uh, I, I wrote, uh, what, when the EP came out or when we put it out online i i wrote a bunch of websites and stuff and i and one of the websites was uh metal sucks and uh ben umanov or vince neilstein he like wrote back and he was like hey i I really really like this and he wrote us like the nicest review ever just saying you know like really talking us up on metal sucks and so i remember that kind of gave us a little bit of you know so that was really cool um, and then not to, you know, basically a year after that was when I started touring with cynic and, um, you know, so just being kind of involved with those things, you know, and, and kind of doing the exist thing the whole time. So,
0: we, All right. So what I wanted to hear though, is like, so the, d- did you say that that EP came out on prosthetic?
2: No, no. Okay. No. So is, so- and our our debut, our debut album didn't either. It was independent. Yeah.
0: So, so those were indie releases, and then you actually started playing with Cynic before you signed Exist
1: with Prosthetic.
2: Yeah, actually, before Exist's debut even came out. Okay, did you meet him at
1: Jax? Did you meet him at Jax? Because you said you played a show with them at Jax. We we did, you...
2: and I did meet him, but I don't know if you actually remi- if you know. I don't okay. know that those. I guys... want to know
1: the story, dude. How
0: how that all compiled and came to be? Like, um you, did you try out? It, was it a tryout thing? Like, did he take a Public tryout situation?
2: More or less, yeah. Like, I, um, there wasn't really like a formal, uh, well, it was, it was basically like, okay, uh, you know, I was a huge, huge fan of the band. They were like one of my absolute favorite bands. Um, I saw them every opportunity that I could on the Trace and Air tour. And then, you know, when Timon and Robin, the guys from the Netherlands who were playing for them, uh, Hmm. when they left the band, um, I just reached out to Paul, you know, and I was like, Hey, I'd be really interested in trying out for this, you know, here's some stuff I did, you know, I sent him like the exist EP and I sent him like some guitar videos and stuff. And I said, like, you know, I, I think I could do this playing guitar and screaming. And, um, and then he got back to me uh, and uh, we just kind of talked it for pretty much a year before. Yeah. Oh, and I did do audition videos. So like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I did videos for, a handful of the songs and um and then yeah when it came time that they were going to tour again he got in contact with me and you know i ended up going out to la and spending a decent amount of time out of, out there and you know just hanging with those guys and and uh rehearsing and i had an aunt who uh she just passed away in 2020 but um hmm. she lived there and so i stayed with her for these extensive periods of time uh, to kind of go out there and work with them. That's um, cool.
0: That, mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a spot like that. You weren't paying. hotel yeah. Bills or. No. That know. worked
2: out pretty. Pretty nicely. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Killer dude. So then. And I saw on your. Uh, your bio. Somewhere. It's 2011 to 2015. So how many tours was in that section?
2: Uh, with. With Cynic. Uh, four. Although two of them were like. Kind of. two of them were weird because they were like little tours that were separated um but it might have been billed as more one tour so yeah it was like i guess it was like uh four tours but you know there was we did two bigger tours in 2011 uh u.s and europe and then didn't tour or play as cynic again until 2014 but i did dta with those guys Mm. uh pretty much all in that time in between so anthony was, we
1: we actually saw them too i was, I was talking to uh, max before the show we saw them at uh was, in oakland yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. at uh, metro
1: max yeah yeah
0: yeah we were just talking that about was that when um, yeah. sean wasn't
1: feeling good right
0: yeah was, uh, that was
2: a pretty bad night for him yeah
1: right yeah and he still yeah. came back on the sorry the sean malone did the uh the old uh last song he was like went up and barfed i remember like had to go like up i remember watching him he like had to go backstage go up up these stairs and like go around and there was i see him just like going into this room just like coming out maybe i don't know two minutes later and he's like all right i'll do one more song and i was like holy shit yeah he like on court after uh,
0: you're yakking or something
2: i remember so there was like this rave going on next door next door show and you know he was yeah he was like just holding out for that last minute to get off stage. And I, I just remember uh, maybe an hour later, there was this fan outside the bus who had a base and they like really wanted him to sign it. And he comes out and he just looks like pale and he's sweating and and he was just, but he was so gracious about it. He just, you know, he just did it for this guy. And I don't know. I thought that was really, really cool. That is really cool.
0: yeah Yeah. dude i mean i've called cynic my I, i keep i say this so many times but i have called cynic my favorite band for the last 20 years of my life dude like anything that that band has to do with i'm all for it and focus always is just like so tell me about the first time you walk into the room and you're about to play with these guys like the basically my favorite rhythm section, those two guys, you know. Yeah.
2: Well Malone Malone didn't do those tours. He he I didn't play with him until 2014. Oh okay. Uh but um but yeah so it was Brandon Giffen who you guys oh, you yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, he, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, was, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Um so we kind of came I mean, in at BG, the same time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also. So um so the first I mean I guess initially uh it it actually wasn't I mean, there was definitely a lot of pressure with a situation like that, but it I, I feel like the way we kind of eased into it wasn't too bad because it was like I initially it was just Paul and I just jamming guitar together. Wow. Um and we did that a few times and just kind of went through a bunch of songs and uh, I know.
0: So I wanna be in your head though, dude. Like yeah. you walk in, were you were you already like, I got this, or was it like hmm?
2: Probably more, second, probably more the second probably more the second one yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know i mean i practiced the fucking shit out of the stuff you know right but like you know yeah so that was that was probably and then yeah getting in the room with sean too you know that's he's a pretty intimidating guy to you know yeah um yeah but i don't know those guys are i don't know we like hung out a lot like paul and i hung out a few times before we even played and um
0: which I think, I mean, you should do that. You kind of got to get to know how
2: somebody is in
0: first Yeah, thing, it, uh... it,
2: it didn't feel too, I mean, it was like, it was nerve wracking at first, but at the same time, it was, I don't know, I feel like they knew how to kind of make it like chill at the same time. Yeah. yeah. One, we they don't, are we don't chill. Argue...
0: I mean, yeah. how, many, how can you do all that meditation and yoga and not be chill, dude? <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
2: Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, so yeah, it was like, we jammed together first and then, you know, and then maybe two or three sessions later got in the room with, you know, with Sean and, uh, and Brandon too. And, you know, actually started playing as a band. And then, you know, we, we did a lot of jamming before the first tour we did. Um,
1: did you feel more comfortable that Brandon was there too? And being a newer kind of addition as well, you weren't the only one like being singled out.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think we kind of bonded on that, you know? We would like mm-hmm. hang out after rehearsals sometimes and shit. Um, but, you know, I already like knew, you know, Brandon also, cause I was a big fan of like the faceless, So faceless. you mm-hmm. know, yeah. so, you know he was already, so I'd already seen Brandon play. God, I don't know. You know, I don't know how many times. Um, right. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, everything was like, I feel like I got, you know, it, it, it felt like it was comfortable pretty quickly. And then it was kind of weird. I went out there and I came back for a few weeks and actually did this like this like theater production gig and uh and then we and then went. i don't know it was like i was kind of back and forth at the time and then and then we did a u.s tour um but yeah i don't, I don't know it was it was you know it was nerve-wracking at first but and and playing live the first time was nerve-wracking you know like what I was the like first show was,
1: where was the first show
2: it was in uh it was westchester pennsylvania Mm-hmm. and and then we had a bigger show in new york like the next day but that was kind of a good warm-up for that maybe mm-hmm. but now i know that like brody and adam from rivers you know were in the crowd yeah. and like and uh <laughs> and my friend bill and like all that, you know so and bam margera but i don't know what that's, <laughs> that's was bam Margera, but he's just like drunk like, and stuff though yeah yeah
1: but, uh, <laughs> that, that's it's funny finding that stuff out like yeah that's been like playing all these shows oh, oh shit yeah professor but like later on, later, later on, like fi- real quick, and I'm am I'm gonna professor it up real quick. But just like finding out later that you played these shows, and I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, I was there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Dude, fucking, I- you know,
2: like- for me, it's like constant now with the, it's, and it is kind of weird because it's like people I listen, yeah, like, like I met Vog the other night, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like- yeah, and he was just he was like, was Oh, locked. I've seen you a bunch of times. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just names all your worst shows. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
5: What's up, oh, everybody? That's What's so up, funny. Professor? How's it Hold going, on? man, bro? Uh, What up, Joseph? Good, man. Hey, Max. Nice to meet you, man. I'm Joseph. Hey, likewise.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
5: You um, guys
0: look like you could be related. You <laughs> do, dude. dude. I don't know. We
2: are. Yeah, we are. Actually. Yeah, actually yeah yeah
1: that's yeah. the that's, uh, that's a little uh fucking how dare you not know that already? i know dude i
0: didn't <laughs> do my research dude the professor yeah. didn't <laughs> let me know beforehand no.
5: just uh, it's good but, to have you joseph uh, thanks man shout out ricky what's up dude just uh homie in the comments right now uh, but oh, yeah. uh yeah Hi, i uh ricky. i was listening on the way home from work so i heard the conversation about opening for nile and jacks and all that shit so trying oh, to yeah. catch up to where you guys are at so <laughs> sick. it's all good who's, uh,
2: who's in the chat from sick drummer is it ian or anton
4: it's ian
1: good
5: question Let's see. It ian what's we up ian we do need, oh, to, we need
4: to involve the, the chat, chat more, more we need to figure the yeah.
1: chat out thing with the with, yeah
0: <laughs> Classes in session that's right dude ian
4: i'll let you do it joel my dog looks like he's gotta go potty right back
0: all
1: right yeah. so ian's in the
2: chat what up ian, ian? hey guys and my buffalo
1: wing buddy <laughs> i love you nice dude oh yeah dude buffalo wild wings i don't know i just i'm a big fan no one really always <laughs> no one no one gets down with me but i, just, I, would, I would say, say wild wild like a, uh,
2: reliable not ideal but reliable
1: yeah i mean as far as the wings probably not reliable. i mean reliable yeah. but as far as like it got like a, it like feels a little Vegasy a little bit. It's like, woo, like stuff's going on. So you're like, oh, I have this natural inclination to be a part of this woo ness. And let's, it like so kind of like, that just shows you, you're just
0: sure. really there for the beers and I'll eat a couple wings while I'm there.
1: Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. That's, I've noticed that about like, I mean, alcohol in general is that like if I have one beer with 4% alcohol with a bunch of people around me, I get really buzzed. I don't know what it is about like the heightness of all the, people around me or something but if i do that one same beer at my house i'm like what what's going on it's going around maybe now, it because... is
0: like a mixture of the alcohol and the serotonin and the adrenaline and yeah i think so it is a Let's... different cocktail it's what's
2: your a... uh what do you believe the wing to celery stick ratio should actually be
1: <laughs> oh that's a good one yeah uh i'm probably we're talking not boneless, right? Obviously, I mean. No, no, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I'm bon- I'm boneless on my own, but I always tell people I'm not boneless. So oh yeah, scary. yeah. Just, <laughs> I didn't hear
2: that.
1: Because I don't have to like do all kinds of work. I just like eat it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just like. So with that, if it's boneless, it's probably. No, it's not.
2: It's not boneless. Not boneless. Okay.
1: Bone, boned. If it's boned. Yeah, bone. It's gonna be, probably. That's probably, one. That's probably two one celery stick per wing
2: i agree i think it's one one yeah one one one, one. i
1: think it's one one too
2: ian's saying one one two. but uh
1: (laughs) wait he goes he goes 12 he goes
2: one every other
1: one celery stick every two i mean i back that too 50 percent of the time sometimes you it tastes so good this you know you want to like i'm gonna have another fucking week i just think think nobody gives you
2: nobody gives you one one that's one true one ratio. Nobody does i'm thinking it. about
0: the next day you eat, you eat tons of wings and not a lot of fiber guys you're not gonna have a good
1: morning yeah you're especially have with little... all the
0: beers that you're drinking with it Gets gonna, in, yeah the uh, toilet's gonna win one to zero, to zero. <laughs>
1: uh but uh, are you more of a spicy guy with the wings max or are you more of uh, a?
2: yeah generally yeah
1: so atomic or are you going i like to going... burn my um, wings, dude how it's kind of bullshit. It's kind of like do doesn't it, taste good.
2: I'll do it like if somebody else is, but it probably isn't what I would opt for,
1: yeah, mango habaneros, like for those kind of places. I'm like, it's got the I love habanero as like a pepper as itself. So I'm like, it's spicy and got the little mango sweetness, but the atomic ones are just to show off. It's like let's try acid, even though yeah. it's not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even that hot. It's, I mean, it's, it's hot, but it's like
2: there's a camaraderie to it.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, you're doing the atomic wings, like you're gonna have a terrible tomorrow. Why yeah. like...
0: <laughs> there's so many terrible tomorrows that could happen at that place, dude. I know,
1: I know. <laughs> What's your favorite wing place? Because you're more of an East Dish Coast guy, right? So East Dish Coast, dude. You East Dish? Uh...
2: I mean, it would just be a bunch of local places here. Like, there's one called uh, the Local Fry that's pretty close to my house that I like a lot.
1: Nice, nice.
2: There's another one called Kisslings here that's pretty good.
1: Oh yeah, so that's way better than way better than Buffalo Wild Wings, though, right?
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Ian took me to one called uh, was it Romains, Romigs, Romigs? Okay. And. Rochester, uh, Romex, yeah, so, <laughs> Romex, yeah, yeah. Like, there's
1: a you like it because like you can the, all your sports though, Joel. Well, it's like Philly cheesesteak. So it's like you don't go to like Pat's or Gino's. You like there's a the guy there that shows you like the whole right. wall that you go to, right. and that's like it's like this. And there's a big line out of like this, this unlabeled place, and it's like the best that you've ever had, you know, by far. So that's kind of like even with Mexican food and stuff. It's like you go to like the not the hot spots. You go to like the little like hole in the ground places and some of the best
0: tamales i've ever had in my life were out of a lady's trunk and she would come to the shop every week dude and she'd have like a hot container and she'd sell you tamales for a dollar fifty a piece dude and it was fire every week
1: dude jesus
2: we can't really compete with you guys on that here
1: (laughs) yeah you guys got like the you know the pizza the I don't know, Rochester, you get a fucking plate. I don't know what they call it out there. It's like a there's a place where you have to get a plate and they call it it's like a garbage plate or something. It's like people always take me to this place in Rochester, but every place has got their little a
0: garbage plate. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, it's a
1: garbage plate. It's plate. <laughs> <Get> a garbage <laughs> plate. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we got, we got someone that knows about the garbage plate. Why yeah, you type I, mean, the um, R? I gotta the know what's plate. on a garbage what's on a garbage plate, dude. I don't even remember, but I just know that like everyone was like they I'm thinking of like, now, fries get, get four, get four fucking shit. plates, get four plates over here. It's like how they yell at the people. It's like four fucking, and they're like, "All right." Well, it's like, like people it say they, there's like over plate the specials
0: hand, and <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, It's like that's their version is
1: garbage plates, dude. Like... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we'll get back to it real quick. So I mean, fuck. I mean, I get like nervous playing. I was recording yesterday a little bit with my best friend, and when that little red light syndrome, or whatever they call it, like when once the recording like button was hit i was like like would freeze up i can't imagine like having like paul and sean like be like over your shoulder too like do you how do you like overcome i know you've been performing a lot even in your childhood you said like there's been a lot of performances and stuff in your life but like how do you overcome like when your anxiety starts taking over and you're like fuck this is what's going on how do you calm that down
0: before you answer that real quick pull that sick drummer shit up that's what a garbage plate is two burgers or dogs mac salad home fries or beans onions and meat sauce it's pretty that garbagey sounds like a garbage <laughs> plate like a motherfucker dude Jeez. but that's that's like after um a, a gobage where you've been drinking and all that shit we just go to a diner and eat garbage plates you know
1: that's it's a the fun morning thing. um but yeah no, right, so how do you how do you overcome that anxiety of like seeing people that you've you know worshiped most of your child or adulthood childhood whatever and like play with them
2: uh i don't have like uh i don't really have any advice on that. you're like you're like
1: i'm just gonna i walk in i'm like i'm gonna be better than them
2: no not, i mean <laughs> just, no okay. but it's like it's like competitive it, sports. yeah that's what you that's what you should do i guess but like yeah <laughs> uh i don't know you just i mean you can't not do it so it's like yeah you just do. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know i don't have any I, like, man
1: i get yeah anxiety i have no idea like what like playing like with even well, decrepit birth the first time like i was like uh like yeah you know, i do out. too
2: i do too but it's not it's just i don't know i i don't have a method to like overcome it or whatever you just kind of step in there kind
1: of once it, yeah once you're
2: it, in it that kind of dirty flowing yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Turn, turn your volume down a little bit the first time like
0: no but i mean if you got the skills and you you did your shit then really it is like getting over the anxiety then you're in it and then you don't really have to think about or i'm not saying you don't have to but like for me anytime i've had the stage fright thing that happened once i'm up there and the song starts the first song starts it kind of just releases you know yeah. I don't have anxiety while I'm performing. Once yeah. starts, like the first few
1: notes maybe like it's, it's just a waterfall from there. It's like, the first, like, alright, we're starting. Okay, this is good. That's true. Gonna, yeah, you usually once yeah, you're,
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, honestly, the best thing is just not to think about it ahead of time, you know, which is easier maybe said than done. I don't have that skill. Just, yeah, I don't know. Just not <laughs> overly anticipating things, you know, I, which is like kind of maybe seems contradictory because like, obviously, if you care about doing something and you want to do a good job you're gonna you, you know you're gonna look at every detail you know i mean we're yeah. all nerds do like yeah totally you know obsess over stuff and uh you're always kind of fighting the clock in terms of how much time you have for preparation you know it's like every you know every day you're getting closer to but i don't know i i think there's got to be some point like right before doing something like that where you kind of just try to let it go and not think about it so but i you know i'm not saying i'm like an expert on that you know like for me it was just like i wasn't not gonna do that so yeah 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 it's like (laughs) that's like you know that's yeah that's right that's like a dream come true so it's you know it's like there wasn't any like question of you know there's it's not like there was like an option to just like oh i don't want to you know well, for me it would yeah. be like
1: i mean it's a dream come true and stuff but i think uh, just different brains i think what i'd be looking at like paul standing up and like uh, while i'm playing like a hard riff i'd be like oh shit that's fucking paul does, does, and then my brain <laughs> would like and then my brain does would, you know, would get, like, kind of, like walked in on the situation <laughs> rather than the music i'd be like oh my god I mean, obviously you get over that but i mean in the well i mean if you're, around, you know, if you're
2: around if you're around people enough it's not that allure
1: yeah goes away kind of that's true you
2: know
0: uh so during that cynic time uh the 2011 to 2015 or whatever um how much did did you devote any time to exist while that oh yeah 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 yeah
2: Yeah, anytime i was home yeah nice sure yeah because we i mean we recorded uh our debut album sunlight um in that time and you know that that was a long recording process because we just didn't really know what we were doing uh Mm -hmm. So uh and also just the way we did it for a very long time because we we did a lot of crazy soundscaping and you know layering stuff like our drummer at the time really got heavy into doing you know we did all sorts of weird stuff with like breaking glass and then warping things or like Sweet. taking a recorder you know like a little kids <laughs> recorder and then like pitch shifting it to make these chord tones and I don't know just all sorts oh, yeah. of weird stuff. But uh
0: experimentation and Yeah, which yeah. we don't
2: really do anymore. Uh not for well i don't know maybe i wouldn't i would never say never It just doesn't seem to be the way things have gone recently um but uh yeah so so yeah we 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 spent a lot of time on on that first album and that was all pretty much in that time period you know and, and dta was happening in between this and next stuff you know it was like there were points where we were like doubling up on the bill with both bands um so but yeah yeah, just anytime i was home i was always working on this stuff yeah then
0: talk about if that was kind of overlapping each other let's talk about the how the dta gig the death to all gig Mm -hmm. came about
2: um well they did the first uh they did the first one in 2012 which i wasn't involved in and it was like a very big they only did five dates actually the sick drummer guys were involved and uh they did five dates with something like, it was, it was a lot of musicians. It was, it was like, cause it was, it was all, it was the three human guys. And then, um,
0: the then Shannon Ham, Bobby,
2: Bobby Coble. Yeah. Gene, uh, Scott Clendenin, RIP. And, um, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. I know Richard Christie said in, what's that?
0: Did you say Steve already? Steve was Steve, in it. Yeah, yeah, Steve was
2: in it. Yeah. So it was like seven or eight former musicians and then uh and then Matt Harvey and uh Charles Elliott were doing yeah. vocals on that tour. And um they had a bunch of other people that sat in and stuff. So so I wasn't involved with that. But then when they came around to do mm. a second tour, Paul and Sean basically kind of pulled me into it. Um yeah. and yeah, and you know, I kind of thought we were gonna do cynic touring more, you know, and then it ended up just being like that and it just I guess it just became this thing that you know they kept getting offers to do it and uh so they took me along for the ride and uh so that would have been I guess 2013 was the first one that I did
4: okay um, I was trying to remember I so I guess I saw the old one 20, yeah,
2: was, 2012
1: was yeah,
4: yeah 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 just before you yeah
1: I cool. uh, was okay. it, like stepping into those shoes, though. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm always talking about, like, are you, are you nervous? <laughs> so it's <laughs> so, like my uh, number one question. Today.
2: I have to say that was easier uh, than Cynic, believe it or not. Um, interesting. And yeah, and I think the reason why was because I saw those first five shows. So yeah, yeah. the idea of like, you know, stepping in and kind of playing the Chuck part, I'd seen mm. two other guys do it already, and mm-hmm. and so I actually do think that you know, you know that coupled with the fact that I already had played so much with Paul and Sean and just knew them really well. You know, I think that actually was kind of made, you know, the first show of course was nerve wracking, but it was like, I I do think that that kind of gave a buffer for things because it was Mm -hmm. like, I had seen it happen. I kind of knew what it was and it wasn't like, you know it yeah it kind of maybe shielded the blow a little bit of being just you know it wasn't like i was the sole guy to step up and do that um so i do think that kind of helped you know and
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh yeah uh, i don't know well yeah, being in that now... gig
1: i mean obviously like you are you know the representative for chuck shoulder so it's we
0: like... are almost 10 years later and you're still weird right yeah,
2: yeah I, I would have never guessed i'd like still be doing it this this far from now you know i wouldn't have thought and you know harvey too though harvey's out there doing the left to die tour right now and yeah, yeah that's right i saw that yeah, 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 yeah i just yeah. saw that they had yeah. they called
4: it that i just added them like last night i saw the things i was like oh shit, fuck yeah me. they were posting those videos and jamming shit, yeah
2: dude. i'm yeah. going up to the philly show it's yeah
4: well, someone posted awesome. a question uh for you there max can you see that
2: uh favorite death song to play live um that's kind of tough because there's a lot that um I guess like what's fresh on my mind in terms of i mean spirit crusher is always really fun just because it's like yeah, such an it. anthem um, yeah yeah uh symbolic's nice. awesome uh i really like playing secret face like we've kind of brought that back into the rotation no, yes. um yeah yeah because we did movie. this tampa tribute with uh dirk buberan on drums and he that was like for dirk that was like you know He's he's like kind of a Reinhardt disciple, you know, and uh, and so he was like, we gotta do C face, like, yeah. So I so, fuck, yeah. I
4: watched the video of you playing with Dirk the other day. <laughs> yeah, he's, sick, ama- he's one of the videos. Yeah, that was
2: that was a really fun show, and that I I hadn't really Crazy. um, you know, I kind of got to know like Shannon Ham and uh, and James Murphy at that show, and yeah, and get to hang mm. out with Kelly and more. So that was cool to just kind of meet some of those guys that I haven't really. I don't know. It felt pretty cool and uh, unified. All right, dude.
0: Yeah, I dude. mean, I th- so, saw uh, another picture of you and Lars. You're- I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> well, <is> yeah, all- <laughs> fucking kicking it with all the fucking big boys, dude. <laughs> but he, he just
2: kind of came up to our table when we were eating dinner. And I guess, you know, he knows Gene. So I'm like, mm, yeah.
0: that's what's up. Yeah. Cause of yeah. the death angel and old San Francisco. Thrash scene. I
2: guess so. Yeah, yeah. Or like, who knows? Whatever. Right, you know. Wait, where, now, yeah.
0: did I just say that? that it, was he in Death Angel or Dark Angel? Dark Angel. Dark, Dark Angel. Angel. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, had a few uh, drinks already, guys. <laughs> Lars was. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. no <laughs> <laughs> so, Nah,
2: he was. Re- he was. He was really gracious. He was cool.
0: Hell so, yeah. So, nice. So what? Uh, all right. So that was overlapping at at the time of the Cynic thing and you're still working on Exist. You did the f- debut album with Exist. Mm-hmm. What kind of touring did you guys do on that that first uh Prosthetic record?
2: Uh well, so so that was actually that album was independent the first uh, album. Okay. So that was in 2013. I'm sorry. And then we really No, that's okay um, we didn't, we really didn't play any live shows for that. Like we played a live show. We l- played a lot of shows with that material leading up to the album. But then when the album came out, um, we didn't really play live at all for like four years. Um, and it's sort of just because of logistics stuff and, you know, it wasn't, we all wanted to do it, but I, I got really obsessed with like recording another album. And then that's when we, signed the prosthetic deal and we didn't really start touring exist until after that first prosthetic came album came out, um, which wasn't till 2017. So that's kind of later on. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. So that was our first tour we did with exist was with Gore guts actually, which was really cool. Oh, sick. Yeah.
0: Jesus. What was, what was that, that tour where to start colored Sands? Era? Uh,
2: after that, the, the EP, Bl- okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pleiades Dust. It was uh, yeah. So it was, and they basically played the whole thing in its entirety. It was really cool. And and
0: yeah. that was is that an EP that's just one track, right?
2: Yeah, yep,
0: yeah. it's 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 above twenty minutes, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a really I love that, dude. I love that. It's show. wild.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah,
0: I'd um, love to. I'm I'm trying to work on Luke. i I'm hopefully gonna. Eventually get him on. We had a back and That would and be forth. cool. Yeah, that yeah. would be
2: cool. He stays pretty. uh He's a pretty private guy. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know how I did it, dude, but I got his email <laughs> and I've been talking to him. So yeah, he's, he's super nice. He he's... loves. He's he's into his work, woodworking and shit. And I'm right. trying to oh, catch yeah. a little window in between all that.
2: Yeah, he's he's super nice, oh, dude, and he's, yeah. he was. That was a good band for us to because we. Like I kind of already had a relationship with those guys, and and so that they were uh, it was a great band for us to like go out with initially, and just because they, you know, yeah, they were super sweet to us, and yeah, no, I'm I'm really grateful for those guys like taking us out. Super oh,
0: influential band for me, I mean, is so fucking dude. Great. I mean, if you really think about it, you look at their like, and I love I love yeah. how you could see like the evolution and a progression it throughout of uh, a bands discography and it's just like all right we did this one record now i want let's do it a record like this and now yeah. let's do a record like this and now let's do it it's not like we're ever oh, yeah. gonna repeat ourselves it's always this like i don't know it, it just shows that like how uh create cre- these creative minds are evolving throughout their lives and it only takes a few years for that to happen to where all of a sudden it's like no i got i want to do
2: this now
0: but it's still keeping it like gorgas you know i think
2: i think he gives a lot of room too for the other musicians because you can really hear the impact of like you know on the latest stuff like colin and kevin's imprint on it is you know mm-hmm. it, and then and then oh, like yeah. steve Hurdle, like ha, you know obscure yeah. was like the and then mongrain you know with sure. oh yeah kid. so it's yeah, like it yeah it's like there's yeah. really these different phases that they've kind of gone through and but i think it's cool the way he writes it's like he does yeah. leave a lot of room to kind of for you know it's
4: always quality dude daniel uh-huh. dan mongrain is going to come on like in a few weeks or that's so. all, i'll definitely yeah. listen to that we'll on, i these uh, uh, and uh, like, uh, whatever he's <laughs> he's we're so stuck from people watching he's yeah. I'm just so excited to have Max on. Dude, I was going to say Max is so funny. So we, we have this like chat, like a uh, like document that we can all like add stuff to. So we have like a list of guests and like you've been on like the, the guest list that we wanted, like the, the wish list or whatever, for like two years. <laughs> <Sort of. laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, why are we not? Who hasn't hit him up? And I just hit you up and I was like, sus so st- And you're like. Oh, no, so I was
1: right before you came on, I was talking <laughs> about how like he had just posted or they had that. That picture of them uh, death doll, like you know with the big crowd behind him with you know oh, yeah and, and i was like i was thinking did i message i was like we gotta get max out or something like oh, yeah. uh, but i didn't say anything but you did and you fucking just reached out to him like right Maybe like I a day later. later yeah 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 i was thinking I was like, Why the fuck do we? Yeah. Have? max looks fucking chill as fuck and i've seen him yeah. play like you know with cynic and stuff and he nailed the cynic stuff and and the you know the vocals and stuff and the guitar i was like standing over like at the the Oakland show just like fucking examining you just like giving <laughs> you the full examination cuz at that it was <laughs> no, it was very like you know someone's playing guitar in Cynic. i'm gonna, like watch them you know it's like you know i it was such like an up close and personal show it was like i got to it was in the very front just like paul like doing his uh you know his renditions of uh, stuff off trace near and um yeah and uh acoustic form and stuff and yeah. i was like i could like the touch his thing. guitar yeah i could like literally I was like right there just going like what the fuck this isn't that was the first day that I figured out that a Strandberg had a a neck that moved kind of like toward you know the the neck bump how it moves I was like it looks like
2: it looks like it would be really uncomfortable but it's not it's actually no I have one no I just got one yeah it feels really really natural yeah
1: totally it's weird it looks like a big like a block of wood or something Mm -hmm. you know it looks like Mm -hmm. really weird but like and you're not even like your thumb is even following the bump the whole time It like kind of uses it as crutches at different times and like for me, like I use it like in, it's like a kickstand. You know, <laughs> what do you think, Anthony? <laughs> well,
4: I don't even know. I don't even know. No, he does play guitar. We actually found out last week, dude. Anthony. Anthony guitar. Yeah, and he's a drummer.
1: Oh, I know the drummer part. Ask what about it, dude. You guys are just learning this? I knew the drummer yes, part, the guitar part. I want totally to see him. He doesn't After play 20 guitar. Years of friendship. Anthony, do you play guitar?
0: I can play, uh pink floyd song i could play i shouldn't say i could play a whole pink floyd song i could be- play the beginning of uh, <laughs> of, uh what, what i, I could play a right g chord a c chord a d <laughs> chord yeah all that <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the basic shit i could play those chords you know you can play, play guitar then
1: i can play, you could play right the there. guitar per definition yeah. yeah but uh yeah no that shit was awesome man you fucking i was like you were this dark face i didn't even see your face the whole time you were like in the kind of like on the side but it was like no light over there you know it was like I was like who the hell is this like dude over there just shredding this stuff i was like "Oh, very is it, it was before social media was i mean social media was still kicking off but it wasn't as like interactive as it is now where you could just go like, yeah. oh guitar cynic guitar player and like figure it out and um yeah man i was completely blown away by like your performance there um seeing all the death to all stuff like you've you're just like this like master fucking like 90s, 80s. Like you got that shit like mastered and then you're doing your own shit with Exist, which has a lot of that influence, too, would you say?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, man, you are uh, Exist is coming to to crush some some fuckers. I hope so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who writes the lyrics?
0: Who
1: writes the lyrics
0: for, for, for yeah.
2: me? Yeah.
0: I, oh, yeah. I dig yeah. it, dude. There's yeah. a Thank lot you. of cool, cool stuff in there.
2: Yeah, I put a lot of time into them. I'm actually kind of right at that. Uh, we're just, I we're getting ready to record bass. Like I'm still, we we just, uh, I finished rhythm guitars like right before the tour. I just went on and, and I'm uh, kind of doing some final like comping and editing on them right now. And then we're gonna, Weber's gonna track his bass parts. And, but I'm like right at that point where normally I kind of write lyrics more alongside uh Alongside, like, writing the actual music, and this time I didn't. So, I'm like, <laughs> I'm about to go head on into just you know, doing writing that again. lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you
0: have all the music, mm-hmm. but no lyrics.
2: It's like, I, I have vo- the vocal melodies, you know, and, and the rhythms for the screaming stuff. It's like, that's all kind of already things are composed around that, but it's like, yes, yeah, so it's. I usually, Is it you lyrics. doing the clean
1: vocals too,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: sweet dude.
2: Weber okay. does some of the screams. um, the, our bass player he does some of the streams too
1: i got a funny alex weber story so i think on, on some platform he added me or something i'm like what the fuck alex webster is fucking adding me like fucking... i swear Sorry. to god because it's a ba- it's story a bass of his player story little... of his life <laughs> i know he's a bass player with one like letter off I yeah i was <laughs> like what the fuck and like i um i accepted and i went and watch his videos and i was like okay it's not him and then i was watching him he's fucking amazing great ba- obscura right he was an obscura
2: yeah, he just filled in. He just yeah, yeah. He, just, yeah. he just, just did their last yeah, their last U.S. tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he played. Uh, awesome. He did defeated when we were doing the Darmada stuff for some of the oh, time. Sick. He filled in for Jacob, Jesus. and yeah, and uh, he plays in Malignancy. He uh, he plays in some really cool jazz projects. That like, there's a band that he has with a bunch of other. They're they're not super active these days, but it's it's like Baltimore All Stars. It's like it's this band called Talking Points, and it's fucking incredible. Um, that's definitely something to check out on Bandcamp. Talking um, points, yeah, okay. talking points, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. He just he does a million different things. I've played like wedding gigs with him in the last year. <laughs> like, that's sick. You know, hey, man, that's, that's, yeah, hey,
3: yeah.
0: How, how much you guys get paid on that night?
2: Uh better than. Like, exist <laughs> how, many,
0: how many Bruno Mars songs do you have to play? Uh, uh
2: it depends on the gig, I guess. But you know, <laughs> yeah. First, yeah, it's at least one or two. Yeah, for so
0: sure. Is that like a two hour thing where you're on stage for two hours? It's
2: like three 45 minute sets and then like sometimes a cocktail hour sort of mm. thing. And every so often, the ceremony. It's kind of like different. It's, it's kind of cool. It's like, so he does it way more than I do. I do, I have a decent amount lined up this year, but he does them like. He does like two or three a week, you know, Um, and it's like it's this agency that basically just they ask you if you want to do this gig and they just set up a band for it. And um, and you either say yes or no. And, you know, so it's not super committal outside of that. You just show up to the gig and you're just kind of expected to do a so, good job do they yeah. give
0: you like a list of songs you'd have pretty much yeah out? it's like the yeah. singers
2: pick the songs and you know sometimes it's like a small band sometimes it's like a four or five piece sometimes it's like a ten piece with like you know a bunch of horns and yeah yeah and it's a lot of like navy and army band guys so they're all like really good
0: yeah so oh, out, of, out of the in wh- those
2: talking points and wormhole fuck it, yeah wormhole <laughs> shout out to wormhole, oh, yeah, wormhole. wormhole. Yeah. Song wormhole. Weber, weber played on the wormhole i album, so, yeah,
4: yeah yeah i think i just saw that on this thing and i added i I'm kind of into now how people like list all their pro I mean they've done it for a while but list their projects on their Instagram yeah and just like boom boom Adam and I just like check it out all this music I just want to like be ex- like I want to fucking check out people's stuff it's cool yeah and uh I saw that on there and I want to yeah I'm going to definitely check all the shit out dude. it's cool
1: but wormholes I mean uh I went with Gabe uh Siebert to Nam and we met up with Sanjay I had no idea who he was and he did mm-hmm. a fucking like a little well, like a jam at one of the booths and I was like, yeah, we were just partying all weekend. And I watched him play. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, you're yeah. like so good. <laughs> <I know>. He's, <laughs> a, he's no a freak. Idea. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he's, he's and he also, like hurt I'm, himself or something. Couldn't play for a while. And then he came back and recovered. Yeah, he messed his up. His, again. I,
2: be, I think his thumb. And yeah, yeah, he's made a full recovery. He's he like went to a physical therapist and like learned a lot of stuff. That's from good. From no, I was yes, very Andrei, impressed. Those guys are the shit. I love those guys. Yeah. I've been hanging out with them some lately, like because they live like. Really close to me, so
1: Baltimore. I mean, that's right. That's yeah, right.
2: I, I've been going over there and we just kind of geek out. Noni actually was like house sitting for us while I was on this tour. What's yeah. the other
1: band that he was in? Oh, fuck, they just came out with something great, yeah. Great Lotus, great Lotus. Lotus, and then yeah. there's
2: and then there's Equipoise. That's Equipoise. who it was. Like,
1: oh, yeah. it was like that guy Sims Cash Cashian. Remember, remember that guy? that was like this insane, yeah. He's like...
2: he's not he's not in it. Um, he's not in that. It was, like, it was him big, and Sanjay. I know Sanjay's like. Sanjay's really into uh It's Ben Tal's is the guitar. T- that's right. Lotus, yeah, yeah, I know Ben. That's yeah, right. Sims is like a is stylistically. I can hear a lot of that in Sanjay, and I know Sanjay's like really into his playing, and is like I think pretty tight with him. And what happened? Uh, also, also, I right. don't know. I heard some kind of weird stuff. Oh right. Okay. Uh, okay. I, want, <laughs> <all> right, <let's, laughs> I don't know. You know what yeah. not to bring up. On the- <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know the guy or anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um. Uh, um the dreamer guitarist he he reminds me kind of, like kind of of that style
0: uh yeah, yeah i'm looking you, at you
2: just yeah <laughs> chris yeah
5: shout yeah. out hard yeah. Yeah. shout out, oh, hard shout out. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about who? uh who who's that i uh Fleet? hey i just i had a band meeting with him today chris Beattie. Oh. yeah is he there he just jumped <laughs> in right there what up no God. fucking way! He's lurking. He's lurking, <laughs> dog.
0: Yeah, He's, he's, he's
2: wild. Lurking. I, I didn't realize he was the guy doing Zenith. Now, like Sanjay told me that.
1: But yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, Chris is a fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Um, uh, yeah. Mark, uh, you know what's intro. funny? My at my mom did the intro out of uh when we start the podcast is Chris. That's all, Chris.
0: Oh, okay. Doing the music, doing the same thing. Cool. He, yeah. He wrote my, it. dude. So to us and. quick story quick
1: story i I might have told all you guys this but i told definitely chris this my mom out of nowhere like i did not tell her where to go or anything she goes like i really like that band dreamer and she's never told me that she likes a band in this death metal scene at all (laughs) ever in my life i swear to god she goes like i really like that band dreamer and she like started sending me videos of chris playing and i'm like Dude, like, wait, <laughs> this, wait, who? You were talking about your mom? My mother texted Jesus, me going, like, I'm dude. listening to this band, Dreamer. That's so, like, how and, like, did you tell her about wow. it, or did did? Oh she, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I did the whole thing. I'm like, dude, what? The, I hit, I hit, uh, Chris yeah. immediately up. He's like, what the fuck size shirt she wear? I'm fucking like, he was like super stoked. Metal but, uh moms, no. dude. Yeah, no, he was super. I mean, I was psyched. It's I was genre. like, so I, my mom's. That is an yeah.
2: untapped market.
1: Yeah. yeah no No, for moms you're totally fucking right on that my mom i wish i could have recorded what she said about your guitar playing chris she was like he just has this like style like she like broke it down like uh she's not into the metal at all and she broke it down like super intelligently where i was like exactly that's what i think too like
2: that would be a really good merch design by the way (laughs) metal for metal yeah like that's you should probably. I think the, I
0: know. It,
4: you're
3: right. Metal catchy. for moms. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. They'd wear that shit. Yeah, dude. MFM. Hey, there's plenty of moms that do <laughs> like metal, dude. Yep. Well, you know what? <laughs> A lot of moms have complimented my Dreamer shirt. Actually, What is I that? that? I, I love, love that. Moms, yeah. dude. You're
3: stealing no, all the moms, dude. No,
4: seriously though, I'm not kidding. Like my mom, literally, I just realized that this totally complimented my shirt. Like when I wear, really, because and even I don't know. It's just it's like very there's something about it. It's not like Offensive to them or something like they they like the metalness in the logo, but it's like
2: I've had dreams before. <laughs>
4: yeah, dreamer. Yeah. I like that <laughs> shirt. What is that? Is that a band?
2: It's like I like have a dream dreamer. catcher. Yeah, it's you.
4: yeah exactly. <laughs> um, didn't have a dream catcher, dude. Metal for moms, dude. Dreamers
5: got to do it, dude. I actually met Chris's mom uh at the Zenith Passage show, and we like hung out, and I'm like that's my boy i know it's your boy but that's my boy up there like kind of just all you know so but uh yeah shout out to mom supporting metal Very <laughs> yeah sick. mom supporting metal yeah. it's yeah. like mothers
1: against drunk driving but like a really cool version of it. <laughs> ma'am mom's <laughs> wait, no
5: msm mom supporting metal yeah, yeah. Okay. um hey guys uh can i ask about uh defeated <laughs> sanity darmada and yes. uh get on the timeline again fuck yeah how'd that get going with uh you and the defeated guys man
2: um Lily just hit me up cold uh and yeah just basically he had all the music i everything was actually pretty much recorded um oh, okay except for vocals you know and he he had uh he had everything written he had all the lyrics written and everything so yeah he just hit me up and uh asked me if I wanted to do it and uh then I flew out to berlin and we did it like really fast it was like i i think i was only out there for like three days and we played a festival um and uh so yeah it was it was cool
5: nice um sorry they're goofing off right now <laughs> no, I mean, joel accidentally <laughs> no i
0: was put laughing himself on that. full screen and... <laughs> joel was just about to leave on you but he put himself <laughs> on full screen while he was right, right right while
4: he was talking about the thing. Well, uh, you
5: should have yeah,
2: committed <laughs> have just gone for it, dude. You know, <laughs> stand um, by your actions. He you went to go All
5: text right. his mom about the thing. But yeah. yeah, as Ricky in the comments has put it, Darmada is the sickest. It is. It is so sick, and your vocals really fucking take it to the next level um and i saw you guys uh on the origin tour and uh hung out with you for a minute i don't know if you remember it was at the in, la uh, show
2: in santa oh in la okay well at that, like indian place yeah exactly the infamous yeah. indian that where was like cool. the
5: venue the venue got moved like the day of or some shit and then we we're just like okay we're going to this other spot um <laughs> and it sounded great in there and it was really fun you guys were like on the stage like there was no stage it was just yeah, the it was floor. Just yeah. yeah.
2: And, I think uh, yeah that show got moved like three times or something yeah right?
5: yeah, yeah yeah um hilariously because it was just an indian restaurant so like my friend went to the restaurant with the same name in beverly hills before he went to the and that's oh, like shit that's like a fucking 50 mile like difference yeah because like, what was
2: that like pomona or something yeah like, yeah like yeah. way out in the middle like, ah. but uh, that was a
5: great show and i i met paul that night too um and oh, yeah. but I, yeah. I got to kick it with you and uh just said hey i'm glad you guys actually took this thing out on tour because i know it was like a little controversial among the defeated sanity audience to to do it under that name and like tour and just play that stuff but yeah for a fan like me it was like you know because i got to see old school defeated before and then i've got to see them since but right in the middle that was like really cool so
2: oh well thanks man Yeah. yeah i
4: think i think we need to talk about it for a second i it's it's so good dude that shit it's like man like i i was listening to it again like uh yesterday and stuff in the car and just like Man, it's like such a I was like trying to explain it to my friend who hasn't heard it. And he he, he knows Defeated Sanity and stuff, but I was like, dude, that one album with the, you know, and what we'll, we'll, sorry, what's the album that, that it's on called
0: I It's a Disposal. Uh, it's, a,
2: it's a split. Yeah, so it's oh, okay. Disposal okay. of the Dead slash armada, yeah. And they're yeah. both okay, yeah. and that the first one you should
0: listen to them. the first half too, because mm-hmm. it yeah, really dude. harkens back to oh, the early so 90s brutal shit. death metal yeah. totally. caveman style, oh, like dude. a motherfucker, yeah. and and the it just like The production just takes you back. Everything takes you back in time on that split, dude. And that's why I really do enjoy. I mean, I love everything Defeated has ever put out. But like that right there, that was just for me, I felt. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, you're touching on all the old school shit that I love, you know, right here in this dual fucking split package i mean and, he, and,
2: he breathes that stuff you know. oh yeah dude well i mean him and yeah, his dad
0: sure. too i mean i just was i'm going through some of my stuff and uh i found a, a copy of his dad's band that he was doing in the late 70s or like something fusion, fusion kind of stuff it's air a e r a mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. how it's actually pronounced oh, yeah, and, it's, and it's Wolfgang on drums and I'm just like dude this is exactly why uh Lil is exactly the way that he is because yeah. his dad was just you know it it both of those guys just bled it's a little bit rid- ridiculous yeah
2: cuz right. cuz was also like yeah he he's such a good guitarist too like it's it, yeah I, I like it's. I I've jammed yeah, with him a bunch and ridiculous, it's
0: ridiculous, bro. The new, the newest defeat. Yeah, that's album all him. Ridiculous yeah. and yeah. that's him on guitar and drums, dude. Yeah, Jesus. Like... the, the yeah. newest album or the newest, yeah, the newest album. Is... The newest one. He because oh, the Christian's album. not in the
2: band anymore, and yeah, so oh. he, he played all the guitar. Yeah.
0: Oh, he did. I yeah. didn't know that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, yeah he's uh he's Gangster. incredibly dedicated to like, he, like yeah. just the way. I mean, he thinks about that music just all oh, yeah, day team. every day you know and it, yeah. it obsesses over it and you know gets anxiety over it and, but it, like um <laughs> yeah he uh yeah he's he's incredible he's he's just he's definitely lil
0: a. i said lil i'm fucking up all the words I, I, I call lil. him
2: lily all the time uh,
0: he like didn't actually, he say Lilay or something i think I'm it's Lil, lil, a, but, yeah, so lil, a, lil gruber <laughs> and I'm a bad friend, Lil Wayne, dude. So, but he's insane. Wait, no, he's real quick, weird. I want—I yeah. I had a question because with the Darmana stuff, was that just vocals for you, or did you play guitar? Just, I mean, just vocals. Yeah, just vocals. How was that? Yeah. Just being the front man.
2: Uh kind of. I don't know. I mean, it was kind of weird, but like, it was also kind of liberating because I didn't care about have anything else to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, yep, and there's a lot fun. of like instrumental passages. Yeah. I just walk off stage and shit. So, you know, yeah, but yeah. like, um, I, it was kind of fun, you know, it's, it was kind of fun. Cause it was like, yeah, there's no stress involved with that. And it's like a short set and it's, uh, yeah, it was kind of relaxing.
0: How short I was bet. the set?
2: I mean, it was like a half hour, but compared to like doing those kind of vocals right. for like two hours with DTA or something. Yeah. You know? And like yeah. then just, yeah, no, there was, you know, no gear or no, it was like I didn't really have to learn anything. I just like kind of walk in and just like.
1: So being a front man and like going from playing guitar and singing to being just singing, are, yeah. you, do, are do your stage moves ever involve air guitar? <laughs> <laughs> like, cause you kind of want to like, cause you know well, what's going on and you're
2: like, like I, you know. I wish you Said that before the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, no, I should I <laughs> nah, like I, I have. I don't it. think I had any stage moves. I think I just kind of stand there like an idiot. Yeah, you were just like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm just uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a fucking killer record. It was a great show. And what's coming up? Are you working with them in the future? Because I know Lily has talked about doing something under the name Dharmada.
2: Yeah, it's slowly but surely he's kind of hacking away at it. So um, I've yeah. heard a bunch of it. He actually just sent me a new piece kind of recently. And uh, I have no idea how soon that will, um, you know, that that'll actually happen because i know he's like working on another just regular defeated album i think too mm-hmm.
0: and um, i'm waiting for that new engurgitating oblivion album to come oh out. yeah dude, that stuff is cool that's yeah. been oh, yeah. for a while dude and Damn, and i'm just so for that yeah. right and and lille's doing the drums on the new record dude so when
1: that finally drops it's gonna be some wicked yep. shit i'm sure my Favorite term of the night that Max has said is a regular Defeated Sanity album, <laughs> yeah, just a regular one, you know, just, just like a normal, a... Yeah, normal one, normal <laughs> business as usual, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um,
2: That's... but yeah, I, I, I guess, uh, I don't know the stuff he's writing with that is crazy now, so yeah, I guess probably it'll just be under like the name Darmada, and I know he wants to, like, I he's the kind of guy that like when he does something he like really wants to take it live every time you know so mm-hmm. i i don't you know the i think the big thing is just like it probably will be like as feasible to do like a full tour with it but i know he wants to do like maybe a week of shows with it or something so i guess we'll just see what happens or when that happens but the stuff he's writing right now is is really really awesome
3: nice. you know and
2: it's it's definitely like gotten more of the sort of fusion stuff in there and it's you know it's like definitely kind of taking that and pushing it further so
5: well so that kind of brings me to a question which I've I guess this would be like maybe my main question which is like Mm -hmm. it gets you know like you think of it as like a little bit of like 90s worship or it's definitely maybe like fair to judge that music as like hearkening back but it also doesn't sound like super dated or anything like yeah is it just that there's more ideas in that style than like, we're just already recorded and that's why it's worth exploring. Mm -hmm. Or is it like, there's something special about that, that style that's like better than, you know, the new school stuff or like, why do we like want more of that? I guess is the question. Like what's, what's cool about that style?
2: Well, I think in his case, like he just is a guy who was uh, first off. I think if he did anything in any style, it would, have its own flair because he's just you know he's his own voice he's kind of like a force yeah Yeah, exactly um so i you know i think for him that's just you know and jacob like that's just there's an element of just that nostalgia there that interests Mm. them in that because that was you know i mean he'll he'll talk all the time about like you know just worshiping like you know human and and you know the cynic demos and you know yeah like he's a guy who just eats shit and breathes like that so i want to add
0: some little philosophical shit to that because i've been thinking about this lately like so if if things progress into this you know newer direction internet based you know you know more modern style this this and that and then but it's part of this you know it stemmed from this underground thing that you know a lot of people still have a nostalgic feel for i think that it is a preservation situation you know like let's not forget about it because if we do if we do start to ignore it it will get forgotten because it's just the underground of you know 30 years ago and 25 years ago plus whatever and and it's just Mm -hmm. like uh, all of us from our generation and hopefully n- newer generations are still coming across this stuff i'm not saying that if they, if they don't, if we don't keep it alive it's gonna
1: die type deal but well, i'm just 37, saying seven it- like just 37 like 25 years ago doesn't seem like that long anymore it's kind of fucked up like how fast that has gone where you go like yeah. oh this album came out 20 20- it's like like an album that seems kind of current to you it's like oh it's 20 20th anniversary you know like, what the fuck like <laughs> well they're you coming know, up on here...
0: the 30th anniversary of focus too and and yeah that, by the way side note the the videos that paul's been posting it, of, we've oh, talked yeah. about it the mixes sound like it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty rad how yeah, cool definitely. would it be joseph mentioned this how cool would it be to just play around with those stems dude like they are Studio. right now, you know yeah that
1: should be but like yeah. in recording classes and shit
0: <laughs> oh yeah we're no what i'm saying just the preservation thing i think that like it's like yeah. a, a th- homage to the old school
5: and plus trying to like preserve it in a way i guess my kind of like the thing i like trip out on is like i wouldn't want have wanted like the beatles to get like really retro instead of like going more you know forward and like that's mm-hmm. how i feel about a lot of people so i'm always i'm always like a little like should we kind of be gazing back or has metal gotten to the point where it's like oh when marsalis and jazz where there's like a golden era and that's what we should be kind of like focusing on but Is that's that not red. but a,
2: a lot of jazzers would say that's not what you should be thinking you know those are different schools of thought and that's more the like you get that in colleges you know with like you know with the jazz scene and the classical scene where they get Mm -hmm. dogmatic about like well this is this so you know Mm -hmm. but the the truth with those things is that's not an issue you need to think about yeah because those things are gonna whatever your interests are that's what you're gonna focus on
3: you Mm -hmm. know yeah exactly so
2: like i don't think I don't think that's any, I don't think anybody needs to make an effort. I mean, like, you know, you've got guys like, like, you know, the gruesome guys are doing that and that's just pure love for them. Like they just do that because that's, you know, they just love doing this like kind of death tribute thing. That's almost like Mm -hmm. writing songs that are exactly that style, you know, and that's just an organic sort of thing. And, and uh, you know, so I think there's like people who will do that. And then there's other people who will do new things, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a a great that point. organically sort of, you know, I don't think that stuff's going anywhere. I mean, I just played like death songs for like a shit ton of people that were like singing the riffs, you know, and it's. I don't think that's like diminishing too much, yeah. you know. Maybe in a hundred years, I don't know, but like I, I just think those things mm-hmm. kind of work themselves organically. So I think you just do and focus on what you like and what's you know if that's like exploring everything and going back to that stuff do that you know
3: Yep. yeah but
2: i don't i don't think anybody needs to worry too much about that i think those those things kind of somebody will always be interested in preserving something you know like i know like people who sit around and play like renaissance music you know and like <laughs> yeah you know and no there's there's those are
1: people know. like in just you know in all music or any genre of anything you can think of that kind of just put their claws into something. They're like, this is the time when it was the best and like, mm-hmm. and then it's, and it's and whatever they say versus like whatever you think. And right. a lot of people were like, well, you know, well, that person is influential. So that must mean something, you know, that must be it, you know what I yeah. mean? And a lot of people like stick to that. I have friends that look like Zach wild and shred still, you know, like the same thing. Cause you know, they're, yeah. That's their era that they're in and they're they're you know, their people that they looked up to were like, That's the shit. You know, that's, right, 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 and right, right. Uh yeah, but yeah, it's, you said school we're taking of thought an it really. Individual definitely comes in a, an individual
0: yeah. thing, like everything's subjective with what we're talking about. Really? Yeah, that, we're gonna probably fucking punish
1: people to you know, saying like, no, it was when spawn of position cabinet came out was the best, you know what I mean like <laughs> we'll, we'll like we'll say stuff like that to people and like but there might be there's you know there's always progression there's always news time and there's also like a time when you're growing up and something grabs you and you're like i think
2: i think that's a huge part of it i think a yeah. lot of that i i do think that a lot of people's impression of something is there's kind of this magical time sometime mm-hmm. between teens yep. and like maybe early 20s when brings people brings back are, memories it's like you're the most impressionable you know yeah, and, yeah. I, and mm-hmm. I do think so much i used to think like all these objective things and you know i I, now i just think all that shit's horse shit and it's like yeah you know i I do think that's a huge part of it is just where you are so yeah yeah but i don't know yeah there's things kind of it works itself out you know it doesn't somebody's gonna like you know everybody there's so many people out there that are into music and there's more music than ever now and it's like that can be kind of daunting but it's actually a good problem you know yeah it's so funny
0: because like we're here you know 20 years into our contributions to the music scene and we're still talking about it today so it's not it's not going away you no know? it's just like this yeah this like it's like maybe like a pack rat like squirrel getting ready for winter type deal i gotta hoard all my bands and make sure that they make it through to the next season Nah, you're, you're just,
2: you'll do that already without you know without. Right. Like, well yeah. sometimes
1: music comes in clumps too it's like banger album banger album banger, it's like you're getting like used to it. and then like sometimes there's a little there's a little time when it gets a little quiet you know mm-hmm. there's still good stuff coming out but and then there's sometimes where it's like so much at once especially like what we were talking about earlier with the the streaming and all the things yeah. that You just get like uh ah! like you can a banger album can fall behind because there's so much other stuff just flying at your face yeah. now it's like constant yeah. like on your phone on your computer on everything it's like constantly throwing at you you know
0: or where you're just at in your life you might not be really like all right i've kind of you know i'm not taking in so much metal right like i just realized like i i can probably line it up with each child like post child i probably was not really into metal as much i'd be listening to more like easy listening shit you know just sell out <laughs> yeah. No, you know what's funny is that actually no for having on, kids is what he's talking about. But it, then it then then it actually gets to the point where like I'm like fuck it, I am going to be listening to metal around the kids, and then yeah. they like just fall right asleep to metal, and I'm like,
1: oh, huh,
2: you're all fucking sure you know. posers. I should have been playing bed,
0: this <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> like playing you, like you shouldn't
2: yeah. play it around them because then they're gonna hate it. Like in 15 minutes. That's actually another. That's a, yeah, you thing. gotta you gotta act like you don't know about it. That's to Talk about I, how much you hate it. And then when they go to revolt against, you see you.
1: I 100% agree
0: the, with yeah. you.
2: Dude.
1: Anthony, I have a good I have a good idea. So instead of headbanging to it, grab your hips and just go like this. Just headbanging like this to it. Just say no. Just be like, no. <laughs> but like, just keep playing. <laughs> 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 Let them rebel correctly. So, yeah. Uh,
0: no, I know. I, I totally agree with that. But at the same time, no. I can also be on the other side of it because there is stuff that my parents were listening to. I, I should say pre-adolescence, though. When, and the adolescence that we're talking about, it's going to, you're going to, I was listening, my parents were listening to country and I fucking hated country. So it is like this, there's this time where it can be uh influential thing that your parents are listening to music before you become like prepubescent, then you go through puberty and then you just hate everything that has to do with your parents. And then after that, you're like, oh, wait, no. Eh.
1: If your dad's involved with music too, like with my dad playing bass and stuff, I was into like, as a little kid, I'm like listening to like Stu Ham and like Joe Satriani, like all these like old, like kind of, you know, like jammer players, like Satriani is a shredder, but Stu Ham's like a sick bass player that I was all about when I was like in fucking fourth grade. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. Which, yeah, you'd never, and now it's like uh, everyone knows who Stu Ham is and back then they did too, but as a kid like why the fuck would i know Stu ham you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know and it was because my dad was like playing he was into it he wasn't forcing anything onto me he was just like i saw his reaction to it and i was like fuck that looks like fun like you know he wasn't like you have to listen to this i remember my mother one time i was getting too deep into metal and she was like you have to listen to the cars i bought you a double disc of the cars which i don't hate but at the same time i was like it was all forced i'm like uh, it's like gross <laughs> did like, you ever <laughs> show her the fear factory cover? No, no. I actually no, I probably did. I was like, Mom, you tried to get me into this. I mean, I like the Fear Factor cover, but,
2: that but still it one. was
1: like uh she saw was like I'm just trying to turn you around from what your what your half brother is. I want to make sure that you <laughs> go to uh um, you know nice music that's not angry all the time, and uh yeah, so you kind of rebel against that too. But if you see like a a, a parent like playing music and being into it rather than them pushing it on you, then you kind of have like a, a you know, there's a question mark above your head, like, "What they? Why are they into that so much?" You know.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Those but then you can su- no,
0: no, you. Uh, <laughs> I, what random thing I was just agreeing with you?
1: Fucking stop agreeing, dude! Now I'm that Anthony agreeing. agrees, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, we're we're um, okay. I want to shout out um, seeing Exist live opening for was it the Beyond Creation Archspire? Tour? Uh, Obscura, yeah. Obscura, Obscura, yeah. Obscura, yeah. By, yeah.
2: Inferi- I bought, yeah. I bought,
5: I bought the uh, exist shirt that ha- I'm not wearing it. I'm holding up a different shirt. <laughs> Shout out. But um, I bought, Fuck yeah. I bought a shirt. It's like a guy on a sidewalk that's like dissolving away from the rest of the yeah world. He's and
2: taking a selfie in a yeah. really crazy place. I yeah. got a
5: cool shirt at that show and hung out a little bit and. Uh, brody has gone fucking places since playing that tour with you guys
2: <laughs> yes he has yeah. holy fuck dude yeah. i saw him
5: with alluvial just utterly kill it the other yeah night.
2: yeah i went i went to the show uh here that was a that was a great bill yeah
5: and uh yeah i that was just a very fun opening set you guys did at that show and uh i mean i i, I loved you guys already and i was like very excited to catch you. thank you, guys you man live, finally. thank
2: you yeah. yeah trying to get out and do it again next year oh <laughs> this yeah new album yeah are you having Ooh, issues with the uh,
1: all the different, you know, uh, you got your hands on a bunch of different bands and stuff. Is it harder to tour now with Exist and try to plan that?
2: Uh, kind of, yeah. I, I mean, the bigger thing right now was just we put out our album in, uh, in, you know, it was like right in the middle of 2020. And so we didn't obviously do any touring for that. And now we're kind of at a point where it's like it just seems like it makes more sense to finish this new one first. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I could definitely see that being tricky, you know, uh, just with how busy everybody is, but I don't know. We'll find a way to make it work.
1: That's definitely a move. Like bands that actually released an album during the pandemic that were, they were planning on touring that album, the whole, yeah you know, 2020, 2021, like, what do you do? Do we? do we play off the album that released during the pandemic or do we do a new album or what are you? It's like now I
2: just want to do this new one. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah. it's different too. It's like, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's kind of like shorter, more concise. So it's just a slightly kind of different thing. And yeah, I I think it was maybe thought about a little more as like an album that would translate live. And uh, so m- my head is that I just, yeah, I just want to play these new songs. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, what uh. I don't, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, cuz it's usually only like gonna be like a half hour window, you know. So.
1: Definitely.
0: Definitely. I don't know. Where's your uh um influence for your lyrics come from?
2: Um I I wouldn't I I mean, I don't want to say like nothing because it's you know, but it's I I don't know if I have like specific lyrical influences, you know. Uh well, I, not maybe kind of more like,
0: like yeah. I'm not saying like people who write lyrics as an influence. I'm saying like just is it life? Is it oh um,
2: yeah, it's life experience basically. Yeah. You know, like So Toruso Bound was maybe a little more like sunlight was just kind of existential, stupid stuff that like you know, I thought was cool when I was like 20. And mm-hmm. then uh So Toruso Bound was kind of more looking at um a lot, I guess a lot of it was kind of you know, just more observation um and kind of talking about uh some of it was even about some of like the art subjects that we were kind of talking about earlier mm-hmm. in terms of the imitation versus innovation sort of thing or you know just kind of ideas like that mm-hmm. um and you know maybe just things about like social behavior like you know vanity and you know social media culture and things like that um egoista, the more recent one was a little more about mortality. I had some kind of health scares um so yeah mm-hmm. I, it's it's life stuff basically yeah
1: right right yeah there's definitely a lot to talk about with the social media culture right now just like yeah. how it's it's such a weird and it's we're watching it evolve in front of our eyes as like the first you know now it's like i'm getting memories on facebook it's like 13 years ago you i was like what the fuck like it's over a decade like memory yeah now. it's like becoming this and seeing how it's evolved now in this culture um as it's, it used to be like watching my old or going to the memories and looking at my old like statuses were like it's like joel is like hanging out like that was like my status <laughs> like that was like i was like now it's like just taking it yeah, easy i,
2: I kind of miss that i, I miss <laughs> i know it being, me too i like us maybe we should all just start doing that
1: exactly i'll um, go down. back to it and start po- yeah. like posting the worst times in your life rather than like oh i'm at the fucking niagara fall uh, nobody's ever gonna do that yeah. <laughs> I know. i know i
2: know I know that's the stupid thing because like i you know i've been doing that like posting all these tour photos and stuff and it's just like uh, you know and it's like but it's like that's not really life i know <laughs> you know or it is for like a temporary time and yeah it is, i do think that's actually like sometimes i do think that could be related to a lot of the mental health kind of crisis it's, stuff it's that seems to be a lot going of on just because
0: everybody everybody's like look at i'm having a good time i'm having yeah. fun life's great i think it's i'm doing doing life dude I mean, having having a bad time
1: though you're having a bad time in life and then you're seeing everyone having a good time that's when that's when. well and it it makes everybody
2: more comparative you know like even talking about music like when i talk to younger musicians like they're very you know they're they're more aware of metrics than i would have been at that age you know like Mm -hmm. an anr would have been aware of that but you know like it's not something i ever thought about when i was like 20 years old you know not that i mean everybody wants to get like exposure or whatever, but it was, it's just a little different. And I I feel like it's like those things are like right in your face. And then they make things more quantitative. And I think that can get to people's heads a lot, you know? So, I mean,
0: it's an, it's, it's an ancient, I mean, not ancient, but an old saying, like, The grass is always greener, but it's like it's you're being exposed to the greener grass all All the time. time. All the time. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like depressed
1: on the toilet. You're like, fuck, my life is and like you just see people like woo like on the top of not every blattered
0: diarrhea out of my ass (laughs) (laughs) buffalo wild wings.
2: And and I mean that's that it's obviously got its good as well, you know. So it's not to, you know, but it's just I think it's like something maybe people haven't like figured out yet, you know. Totally (laughs) there's gonna be like a
1: whole new like DSM, whatever the psycho psycho. Psychology book, like written on the effects of social media, it's, it's probably like ten years away. But it's like, yeah, going to sure. be like, yeah, it's going to be something. They're going to break it down and have like different like syndromes because of it. It's going to be like, right. yeah, a bunch I, of different I, of them. You know, I think
2: that too, and and I think hopefully people will start kind of figuring out, like, you know, figuring out. uh Maybe ways to deal with that, you know. But uh, yeah, it's a that's a weird sort of thing in general. Going
1: to rehab for your phone, like you have some like. Dude, yeah.
2: I I will <laughs> go through periods where I'll just delete all those apps when I'm not like that's using smart. them. Yeah, smart. It, and honestly, it's like sometimes I just because it's really easy to get sucked in, especially like on tour or something. It's like you oh know, yeah, um. But but I'll, yeah, I'll go through periods where it's like I I feel like because I notice if I do just even just like three days of getting off of that shit completely, I noticed my attention span is just like yeah, things are more yeah. clear. Yeah.
1: That's totally. very That's very, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, it's just, you notice you're sucked into it like constantly and you yep. watch other, other people just watch other people and just like watch them. Like I'll, I'll watch my friends, like have their phone, put it in their pocket wait five seconds and pull it back out again right, right. you know yeah. i'm mean? like it's like this it's it's a it's a drug you know, it's i'll like- go
0: i'll go visit my parents up in Rockland, and once yeah. my phone dies i
1: just leave it i don't even and you feel her. better I've, I've noticed when i've done that before like uh naveen i remember when naveen was he just moved out like six months ago or something like that but he was like i'm going to the flip phone i remember i was like yeah right and he did it for like six months and he's like, it's mm-hmm. and he find, he found out how to get Spotify <laughs> in his <football. laughs> Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. And he was like He's like, boom! I got Spotify. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm I'm that's not true. doing any of this shit. I always have to like text Cheney to get a hold of him. Like, hey, so Naveen doesn't have like a real phone. So like, <laughs> awesome. what's going on this weekend? Like, what's...
0: Respect. Yeah, dude, yeah, respect yeah. To yeah. Ricky. It's respect to Ricky Avocado. I don't. I don't it's week. like I don't.
2: I don't want to do that because it's like I don't want to be completely off the. You know, it's like I, I like know music, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like it always obviously like... as musicians, it's important. Yeah. You know, but it's like.
0: Uh, well, doing this thing, we have to kind of be on there. It's, yeah, you know, and then it just—it also gets connected network. to
2: like messages too. Like I have group chats yeah. with friends that are like yeah. on those things. So then it's like that's yeah. kind of like you know it's that
1: like turns... FOMO being left out of the group messages. Well, and all this I was gonna going
4: to say, say about the tour photos. I mean, that's like one of my favorite things to see when I'm scrolling through like some of those apps. Like sometimes it's kind of like I'm just like you know scrolling through. We were using right? cameras though. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to really <laughs> see all this. What's up? We were going. We were going like this though. Oh, we actually had cameras. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: I, did, I had, a, I had I know, an actual Cyber Shot yeah. on tour. I was taking pictures yeah. with a
1: Cyber Shot. I remember Matt had a, the first iPhone, or like, was it, I was like, "What the fuck? It's like a computer in your hand. This is insane." And yeah, it's just, I just know, nowadays my, we...
0: I, I had a sidekick too.
1: You ever seen oh, the sidekick? Right. Oh yeah. With the cord No, I definitely used that shit. thing in the van a couple times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like <laughs> internet—the first way we could get internet. Just watching like, a
1: picture like, load, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was Come like, on. yeah, it was, it was like, like the, going <laughs> through Oklahoma, like, Fucking was... load, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you it's, better it's wipe definitely it down, dude. It's definitely, uh, I mean, it's already done, but uh, <laughs> I just know your, your DNA is definitely on that thing, then. I mean, as far as like, yeah, just nowadays, I always think about you know, because I haven't gone on like a 30 40 show tour in since 2010 or 11 or something like that, so that stuff was not it was top of the line in which we all had flip phones at the time and they were like the worst pictures ever and uh if i would have had a like one of like my phone today back then i probably would be like 300 pictures like uploading like you know <laughs> just like oh this guy over here this guy was funny over here and this guy fell and this you know it's like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know it's like random shit because i just like, not, like funny wacky stuff so it would probably be even worse for like me a micro so.
0: sd card that we had to have that would only hold like x amount of pictures and i probably didn't bring more than one casey's got the most pictures out of all of us i
1: think still preserved on like mini discs like that's how old we are yeah i
0: got ones. I
3: have yeah. gorgasm
1: yeah.
0: footage on the the small little fucking dv tape cards the tape Jeez. it's a fucking that small tape that you had to put into the bigger tape to put into vcrs oh yeah i used to make
5: skate videos on those things
0: <laughs> yeah dude
5: i was like 10. <laughs> well back yep. in my day all right uh, <laughs> sorry and, and also
1: mdf footage 2004
5: i got okay, on little cool. footage. Dang. i do have a video
1: locked and loaded of max that i was watching while you, you guys were talking for a little bit and I'm going to call it a random section of uh, Joel throws on a random video that everyone laughs at. Or not laughs at. Usually, it's laughing. This was, like, <laughs> blown away by how much you and Chuck are, like, connected. Like, it's insane. All right. like, Wait.
0: There's a comparison
1: video? Oh, my God. I was watching it while you guys were talking, and I was like, you probably saw my face. I was going, like, like <laughs> it was so perfect. Like, All right. I don't think maybe, Max is giving maybe. himself enough credit on, like, how amazing he fucking does the chuck thing um I oh sure just, just 20 seconds look at him look at
3: him
1: <laughs> even looks like him wow <laughs> Dope. god isn't that insane yeah so i uh
2: jesus tr- i almost passed out at that show
1: really <laughs> yeah,
2: i like actually felt like i was like kind of struggling to make it th- uh, it was like super 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 hot and then gene let me uh take his fan and from then on now i'm i'm fan guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's gonna be a fan guy
1: totally dude
0: try, try every show by fans i what? just
2: yeah yeah it, made, it was amazing how much it made a difference oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, that was, it was really really hot
0: was that the how many was that the first game how many days Man, into it was that was that the first show what was it
2: no it was like um uh it, I, well it was actually pretty early on it might have been and actually i think it was like the third one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah yeah that the tour was kind of we had a few days kind of off so we actually were at that venue for a few days before, before this would anymore. be pretty huge
1: like a, a dyson sponsor <laughs> like getting like
2: wait what's dyson is that a fan it's, it's
1: like it's like one of the fancier like fans you can get oh yeah wow. it's like cold air
0: filtration
5: type they make vacuums too don't they
1: <laughs> yeah they make everything that blows or sucks yeah. hey guys nice. um
5: i just remembered uh i have to send this shirt out. Right now, live bagging. Oh we shit! Live okay. bagging okay, going on right I'll now. Do dude. I'll do it. I got it. I got it. So this is a little inside, uh Max. We're
4: gonna have oh, to. We're gonna have to here do go. a live bagging. <laughs> here yeah, here. I'm. Okay. I'm watching. Okay, here we and go. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, we got. Music oh, you got music for got it? Music
2: for it? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not <Okay>. how you <laughs> fold it. That's not how you. Fold oh.
0: you fold it? Wait, get some. Get some. Get some. Pro.
2: No, you just
0: creased it. It's not you're
1: not gonna be able to get that crease. Oh dude, started. you won't be able to dude they're gonna be creased. Sorry. I don't wanna <laughs> I wouldn't want to crease. That's also like a it's like a it's kind of like an autograph, like a, a live bag increase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got it in a little burrito, it's like a Chipotle burrito. Nice. We got a live Oh, he's feeling the pressure in the moment.
2: Get, get, it, get it in there,
1: dude. Get it, get that's it. How, that's how... <laughs> this is how
0: Joseph used to put on condoms before he was a professor.
2: <laughs> this music is perfect for him. You spell the address right?
5: <laughs> I printed oh, no, it I, out. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, swiped it. I'm, like,
0: swiping at the screen. Like.
5: Yeah. This is uh, going out to... Uh, Carl Chamberlain in Norwich, Connecticut. Carl!
0: Carl, You got this week's live bagging, bro.
5: He had a pretty sick email address. It was like... I don't want to give it away, but um, let me see if I can somehow say how cool it was. Um, (laughs) Exhuming the carcass at something dot com so. oh, excellent yeah.
0: carcass at something.com dude yeah
5: someone says cool. it's his vocalist actually is it grave human genuine's vocalist
2: he said you doxed him <laughs> <laughs> you held it up
5: oh fuck <laughs> doxed yeah, cor- so
1: max says your wow. uh, shirt's gonna be all creased i mean so.
2: like he's gonna have to move now but he's got a sick shirt
1: oh he held up the address <laughs> oh i gotta edit it nah, be, dude, No, no no like
5: wait. a second I don't All think right.
1: his camera is not HD enough to get that. And is it, yeah. it again? Oh, no, <laughs> he said earlier, oh, yeah, he wants everyone to show up right now. <laughs> 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 Order him a pizza,
3: dude.
1: Uh, All right, going to send great, this tomorrow. Dude. I love that. Live baggings. We got to do more live baggings.
5: I know, dude. Hashtag beat it out buy our shit so we can do more of it we got we <laughs> sold a lot of those shirts but we have a uh, few left so and then as soon as we're done with those we can make more we've got another design and we'll do another design of yeah, we do flip-flops and we'll do flip-flops yeah,
0: i think the maybe not right uh, i don't know because i was thinking about it dude i don't want to put out some shitty flip-flops dude like i actually want to find like some you're gonna sell like some we're gonna sell
1: like some 70 flip-flops like yeah what if we
0: did like no what if we found a deal where motherfuckers have to spend like the normal 30 bucks or whatever 40 bucks
1: yeah yeah have some good flip-flops yeah yeah i I don't want them to fall
0: apart i don't want them to you know how about
1: this how about cali death on like the things that go around your toes yep so just like you straps, can show yeah, right there, the pretty. straps,
0: the straps. And then I think that like underneath the uh, underneath your heel will be the fucking palm trees, dude. I just got Crocs, by the way. I got the Vans Crocs. <laughs> I know. I saw your picture. I was like, wait, Joel's I just not saw, wearing socks?
1: I just saw them like at uh You didn't go uh, socks like with a,
0: Crocs, dude.
1: It was like displayed at a van store and I'm like, Vans? It's like an actual normal van slip on, but it was Crocs. And I was like, that's kind of funny. I'm going to get in those. Fox on socks on box on Knox, dude. Jesus, Christ. Dr. Steve, you don't know that's been about a few years. 36. I just read that but, uh... three days ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're his father, but, anyways, Max. <laughs> so, with the uh, like touring schedule, like right now, is there any tours that are confirmed for you that are you going out? You just came back from Europe tent like a week ago, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how was that
1: tour, by the way? How was you guys were playing the festival tour, right? It was like Mm -hmm. it was not a normal tour. It was like, did you do like Hellfest and all those big ass
2: Hellfest, Grasspop, Jesus, Copenhagen? Uh, There was one in Norway called Tons of Rock. Um, What else? There was one in the Netherlands called Into the Grave, and I'm probably forgetting. It was like six festivals, five club shows. So it wasn't like a super long tour. It was that our first was... time doing it in six years.
1: What's a uh, what's your uh, you know takeaway from those festivals versus like playing shows in the states? Like, cause they have a different kind of lifestyle out there, right?
2: Uh yeah. I mean, they're way bigger festivals, and I guess it's like, I don't know. I mean, they're they're really big shows, but you know, they're less intimate, I guess, than a club show in some ways. I don't, I don't know. They're fun though. They're super fun, and you see everyone. Like, I saw. I watched Merciful Fate like multiple times. Uh, oh, yeah. Watched Iron Maiden a bunch of times. Um, saw Emperor, saw Opeth's, uh Like, yeah, I don't know. You just see everything. So that's pretty cool. You just walk around during the day and watch a bunch of stuff.
1: That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm about to see uh, Merciful Fate and Emperor at Psycho Fest. I oh, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Ne- in Vegas. Nevada, right? Yeah, Vegas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. When is that? That is uh, about a month and a week away.
2: Dude, Merciful Fate sounded incredible. Like King sounded like he sounded like those old albums. Like he sounded like it was like eighty-one or something. It was pretty impressive. That's, so I think yeah. he's like sixty-six years old now.
1: Jesus. That's pretty yeah. pretty metal. Six six six. I'm just kidding. But
5: ah, uh dude speaking <laughs> of
0: that, we were uh, we're it's seven seven at seven PM when we started. Triple seven. I saw. Did that. you see that? Did you see it on the flyer? The it was seven seven seven. Oh, yeah. a bunch of sevens.
2: Oh, because of the day. That means yeah. it
5: was.
1: It means something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. uh, no, but that
0: that's cool as shit, dude. To hear like like dudes like King and other guys that just never
1: stop until they just fucking you know. Yeah. yeah, people aren't worried about in those kind of like uh, roles. They're not like they're not like, oh, well, it's my four hundred one k. It's like no, it's like. But then Lemmy you hear about like
0: Axel. But isn't Axel Rose like getting a bunch of fucking heat right now because he reads off a prompter or something?
5: I mean, whatever, whatever makes it work, you know. You're confusing. Yeah. So, so there's Vince oh, Neil. Yeah. Vince, uh, Vince Neil. But Axel's Axel's sick right now, so he's uh, canceled. Okay,
0: it. so yeah. I'm thinking Vince Neal, about Vince Neil who was
1: reading. Yeah, Motley Crue is pretty much like now. the most like train wreck like ending of their career that i've ever seen it's like fucking like and <laughs> <laughs> tommy lee breaks his ribs like right before the tour and it's already he built a like a what was it like a 13 million dollar like thing Contraption to, like, put that upside he... down and stuff like a roller coaster that they spent like insane he's gonna... money on this and he breaks he's his ribs be right before coaster? the tour yeah yeah it was something like ins- they spent so much money on it and then like right away he's like all right I'm going to hand the drums over to this guy over here see it like and i was like what the fuck like and then vince neil obviously has been just crushing no he hasn't been his vocals (laughs) have just been like you know all the videos coming out (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah
1: he looks like the abominable snowman just like up there just like and they're like you're
0: talking about from the claymation it totally makes sense
1: yeah i mean watching him my favorite was like i'm gonna be sober i need to get in shape for this tour and then he did like a cameo was like so fucking I can't love you. Happy <laughs> it was like the worst cameo ever, <laughs> I was like, yeah, "He's sure." Yeah, the funny this thing kid. is,
2: like, I kind of want to buy one of those. <laughs> I know, me too.
1: Oh, that's totally like marketable, but you—I don't, don't want to buy a ticket. Though. <laughs> no,
2: I want the cameo. I want
1: to hear the- <laughs> dude, sick, should- sick drummer Mag wants to
0: uh ask a question. Dude. Oh yeah, let's hear, let's hear his question. We'll get we'll get back well, to
4: you. Before he ask it, I think we should do like a live cameo. Like we should like buy a cameo on the podcast from some person and have them do it like on the podcast or, or like <laughs> ha- like play the video or something. Like, like oh yeah, that podcast, <laughs> <should get> like, <laughs> like a, some, some like turd guy
1: <laughs> tips together to like fucking we pick up a cameo. Like whoever we're gonna pick that week. All right, here we go. That's, That's what we good. should do. So well, what, drummer, right, have you what with? drummer
0: in your history have you meshed with the best and how?
2: That's a that's a really tough question. Yeah. That's a really really tough question because I've played with I'm very very lucky in terms of like
1: You're pretty fucking lucky. You know, yeah, yeah, in terms of Reiner. in terms of
2: drummers. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. um Yeah. Uh god I, I I don't even think I can answer that. I will say right now, like I feel with Brody, like uh the album that we just wrote, um, and the way that he's kind of figured out how to write drums like over the kind of songs I write, you know, from, from a creative standpoint, is I like I fucking love it. Um I it's like all of his decisions I'm you know there's very few things i wanted to change and and so that's kind of feels rare uh, i used to click really well in a similar way with with one of the guys who drum for exists matt kleiss um who lesser known name um i don't i don't know i mean like on a personality level you know like lily and sean or like you, you know i i you know i love i love sean um that's that's tough i don't know i mean gene's fun as shit to play with too so like you know i yeah i i can't i can't answer that question right. like, I, I have see. i have such individual relationships with all yeah
1: people, totally you know? right and yeah steve uh talking about um and they're
0: all such professionals in their own right you know yeah so like, yeah dude, well steve dude,
1: talking about said... jamming with... oh go ahead
2: oh no i was gonna say like even like drummers i get to play with here like on the regular, I get to play with like some like gospel chops guys sometimes oh, or like fuck. you know, yeah. just like guys who are like kind of these jazz like I, I, I I've been so lucky in terms of and that's like one of my honestly that's one of my favorite things. Dude, I mean playing with Dirk in Ta- in Tampa. Like that was Jesus. That was insane. Like Dirk is amazing. Like so yeah, I, I don't know. That's like something I'm very hyper aware of when I'm playing and um uh I I can't give like one answer you know yeah uh, yeah I, I really can't
1: that does bring me back to the, the the georgia episode where he was talking about when uh him and hoagland got together mm-hmm. that they would just start fucking around like they would like they had this mm-hmm. like connection with each other where he would just they would just start doing stuff that wasn't a part of the set <laughs> like oh, they that, had all this, the like...
2: time all the time yeah. gene would start like, to still. lean
1: out and then he steve would just follow him
0: yeah Maybe the, other, the
2: other night uh the other night uh i had a guitar problem like an input jack went out, and uh, and they just started playing like "Sweet Home Alabama," and they just ended up playing like the whole fucking song right, <laughs> right before the encore. We were in Krakow, and and Gene was like singing it.
0: <laughs> that's that's, that's dudes are they still so having fun. fun, dude. So yeah. there
2: was a there was a point where like for DTA because it already was like a two hour saw set of like death songs, and then we would play like. Two slayer songs and then we would play like the ending of like opeth deliverance and like <laughs> purple haze and like uh hot for teacher and shit yeah it just it just turned into a fucking circus yeah. it just
1: turns into like a garage jam like at a festival <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah that's awesome yeah that's super cool yeah I and those guys them, like
2: man. live for that so that's,
5: that's rad
1: what's up, dude that's
0: awesome man the deliverance
5: jam everyone plays that right like me and chris jam that all the time at practice too
2: (laughs) i mean it's (laughs) it's pretty sick it's
5: (laughs) randomly i saw opeth like a month ago and they had a gnarly mosh pit like really yeah like a bunch of guys just raging it was fun it was very cool
2: yeah i saw them at hellfest and Mm. yeah they they sounded amazing like yeah haven't lost anything
5: god did you 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 guys didn't do sweden rock right
2: no, not this time. We we I've done it once with the we did that was actually the last show we did before this ah, year. You know, okay. that was a long time ago though.
5: Yeah. I hung out with Brad uh who just quit Nile. Um oh, okay when, when his band came through. You guys auditioning? Yeah, I'm auditioning. You guys are all auditioning, right? Yeah. Okay. Joel should audition for real. <laughs> for now, so... <laughs> <Good idea. laughs> I don't think I'm heavy set enough. Like all the old Nile bass players a are a like hundred pounds heavier than me, but <laughs> Um I don't have the um, but um Brad was like saying they went to Sweden rock and someone from the band brought the wrong passport to the airport the first day and they oh. they couldn't get on the flight so they had to get the next day's flight and they showed up uh hours before their set like like 3 or 2 hours and their gear wasn't there uh or Dr- George's drums weren't there at least so George had to ask to borrow a kit to play sweden rock and there was no other extreme metal bands on the bill so there was just some like random like rock band or prog band that like loaned a drum kit to george and he played a nile set on like pearl eliminator pedals and whatever random shit and uh, he said it they brad said it like fucking went off still like it was a great set and george still killed it but that it just made me feel like it happens to everybody you know you just sometimes you gotta Dude. make do so oh Holy- yeah absolutely I understand
0: keeping your old passports be, to remember the stamps and all that shit, but don't keep that passport anywhere near your current yeah, passport.
2: Yeah, anything passport-related is, like, that's pretty much the worst shit you can do. Is, <laughs> yeah, At least it was at least it was at home, and then he Those, could, like, kind of, you know, of you deal. didn't lose it, like, over. Oh, my God. I just,
0: I, I, I it gives me, like, it, it already makes me, like, a little nervous just to think of, like, the feeling of being... You, you, you're working up to this thing and then you finally get to the airport and you fucked up. You brought yeah. the wrong <laughs> fucking passport, dude. Yeah. That would immediately like, I'd start sweating. Like what the fuck do I do now?
1: So Later, Max, guys. do you have these, do you have these like dreams? I have these like reoccurring dreams. Uh, probably have like 10 of them where I'm like, it's that it's pretty much that like the whole, to the whole dream. It's like, Oh, can't find my passport. Okay. I'll well, get there. Um, my base, everything's gone. It's like, I'm like trying to, I'm freaking out going like the whole dream, like getting driven to look for stuff. And like, I have to be on like in 45 minutes and I'm freaking out. And then all of a sudden I get put on stage and I'm with a different band and they're playing (laughs) different music and they're like looking at me like, come on, like, what are you doing? Like, I have that like reoccurring dream. I have that with
2: like it'll be with a performance but then like i get up on stage and i'm like oh yeah i forgot to learn the song so, <laughs> yeah 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 i i've definitely had that uh, it's yeah. like
1: staring at the other guitar player like what are you guys doing like i would like to like, learn what you're doing so i can play the song well yeah. we've talked always... about it before
4: The that... oh sorry go ahead casey I was just gonna say, I'm always in my underwear in my dreams too. And it doesn't, doesn't help, you know? Yeah. it's it goes back to yeah. that. And
0: I think we've already talked about it before at an early episode where it's, it goes back to that high school in your underwear shit, but it's just the modern version of it. Like w- what is the next important thing in our lives after school? It was fucking making music going on tour and shit. So doing those things and fucking up in the process, I totally have had the dream where you guys are playing new odious music which is sick in the dream and it's, and it's never it's nothing that odious has ever done but i have no idea what i'm supposed to do and i'm in front of a crowd dude yeah I've, i'm like I've freestyling how's that Growls. what's up sorry i didn't say it was different i'm 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 saying
5: <laughs> did i is that no. what you just said oh. no, no no joseph uh, slid a burn in there <laughs> I just mean, how is that different from what you always do?
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I know.
5: I do. There has been times where I'm
0: like, "Oh shit, I forget the words." (laughs) Just fucking (laughs) make the noises. But uh, yeah, dude, it's it's this thing where it's like you're supposed to be doing something, but you're. It's a vulnerability thing, you know. It's hitting at that core of like, what what would be the most gnarly thing that would happen in this yeah situation. do you ever catch yourself
1: max Do you ever catch yourself because you guys are playing all these shows and you're have the muscle memory down and you're doing vocals and the guitar and stuff like i'll say with the the dts stuff that you're just like you kind of like are so used to it that you kind of catch yourself maybe kind of like thinking somewhere else and then you're like oh shit, what's coming next i have no idea what's coming next has that ever bit you like a Uh it,
2: it kind of i had a few instances on this tour a little bit mm-hmm. where there was stuff like that and stuff with like certain like solos to like there were just a few little spots where like on at a few shows and and I was kind of like it, it's weird cuz I I used to not I so I'm like oh am I just like turning stupid now or something yeah yeah but um yeah I mean every so often you know especially when it's like when you're dealing with that much material too you know yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah.
0: imagine dude that much I mean the biggest set how long was Oh well, severed was like thirteen songs or 12, 13 songs. If we could get a full set in, no, they're doing two hours, right? You I said know. Two I'm just hours saying, of I'm not. I'm just saying that's the most I've ever. It was.
2: Done. It's. It was like we, we prepped for this tour. We prepped like an hour forty five, and then um, but but then like what happens is because you're not doing that at the festivals, you're doing like an hour. That also made it kind of weirder because then some of the more deep cut stuff, like maybe you don't play it for like. Three or four days you know so that's like oh shit i hope i still remember that you know or it just felt mm-hmm. like you know so that made it a little weirder yeah but some so of the you guys have
1: like were... songs that like if the crowd's good like fucking killing it then you're gonna be like oh we gotta pull out some other tricks is that, is that how you guys work?
2: So, sometimes or it's more dependent well really it's just dependent on what we can do like because um you know certain sometimes a venue might have a curfew uh or yeah like festivals you you know you're playing a shorter amount of time it's yeah, like yeah for most of these festivals we would get like an hour sometimes like 50 minutes you know um so but then for like any headlining club shows yeah we're doing like you know usually the bulk of that hour 45 but then sometimes there were venues with curfews where we couldn't even do that still so
1: so have you worked on your vocal techniques to go for a fucking set that long like but yeah that's like insane you know? um
2: it's like, I have to build it up. Like, mm-hmm. so I start, you know, several weeks beforehand and then I just do it every day. And it's like, I kind of go longer. It's yeah. It's almost like building it. it Cause it is kind of, it is pretty physical. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I kind of have to gradually work my way up to that, to the point where like I'm doing the full set and now, now I actually just, you know, I run everything. Like I do the vocals while playing guitar you know, when I'm practicing.
1: So, yeah. Damn. That sounds like it would take a, take a toll. What's your, do you have like a drink or something like a honey drink or something that you know?
2: So I used to do that and I used to blow my voice out like really bad when I first started doing the DTA thing. And, um, Mm. no, now I just, basically, I've kind of figured out like how to pace myself, how to, uh, a lot of it is just, you know, doing some warm up beforehand. Like that makes Mm. a world of difference. Uh, no I saw Ian say garlic no no nothing like that. I, I don't really do anything now I just it's just all like proper warm-up before the show you know which I don't even like feel like I need to do like that that much but just kind of getting the voice going and just you know doing some vocal exercises like really basic sort of shit and uh doing that maybe for like 30 minutes beforehand um you know or yeah I, I, I try to do like you know it usually probably ends up being more like 15 or 20 and then um you know, just kind of breaking it in, doing a few like kind of longer screams beforehand. And, and, and then, uh, sleep makes like a really big difference, which isn't always possible, like, you know, but, uh, that does make a world of difference. And then, um, you know, if things start to get weird, like, you know, the, the real trick is not talking, which is impossible yep. for me. Cause I'm like hanging out with like Steve and right. all these guys and, you know, we just end up talking shit the whole time. So, uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so i don't i don't know i feel like though with the warm-up thing i've and and maybe just knowing my voice a little bit better i've kind of like figured out how to keep that from happening because like this tour i didn't you know i had zero issues with that really you know probably maybe in the few... beginning
1: uh, probably in the beginning you're probably like excited and you're like pushing yourself super hard right and you were blowing it out now you're like learning how to kind of just start just kind think... of like at neutral and just not go too <sighs> brutal and just that's... kind of keep your voice
2: that's definitely part of it yeah um Yeah, which maybe is like a control thing, too, you know, just in terms of like, you know, maybe I think now maybe I'm better to because we're still not on in-ears. And and actually, next door, I really want to get on in-ears because if the monitors are low, that can kind of provide a problem with that, you know, because it's a lot harder for me to like gauge because there's like tonal stuff I'm kind of looking for when I'm doing it, too, Um, Mm -hmm. especially with that stuff, because I like try to whatever extent I can to imitate like the different eras of Chuck. You know, totally. Um, are, you're
1: going to talk to old school guys into in- ears? Is what you're saying?
2: Well, I don't have, they don't have to do it. Gene and Steve already are on it.
1: Oh, they're on it? Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I feel like they're like, would be old school. Like, nah, dude, we're not. Go-. Okay. It nah. m- makes most sense with the in- ears.
2: I mean, they, you know, there's no like click or, you know, I, I don't even think, I think putting a click on that music would be kind of weird because it's yeah, like, it wouldn't constant, make sense. constant tempo changes too, you know?
1: Hmm. Um,
2: but But yeah, I think. Yeah, those two are already on in-ears. And yeah, so I want to get on an in-ear system and because I think for the vocal preservation thing, that actually could make a pretty big difference just to have a consistent mix every night. But um, yeah,
0: that, yeah as, well, a, as a vocalist, I was just going to say, if you're not mixed properly, it definitely, you push yeah. yourself. Yeah, because you
2: naturally want to push harder. Mm-hmm. when Because mm-hmm. yeah, you're exactly. trying to
0: hear yourself. And mm-hmm. then that's, a, it's just a natural thing that always gets you. Yeah. It always gets you
2: yeah so um but yeah i mean, not the warming up thing is pretty huge and other than that that's like yeah mm-hmm. i used to do like honey and tea all the time and now i don't like really do any of that
0: yeah to an extent that just kind of that is like a the law of diminishing returns if you keep doing that it ends up like you know drying you out tea too much tea dries my throat out you know Does it? You,
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Is it because of the cat cause is supposed to dry you out right
0: I li- now. and yeah, took coffee never. I I've made that mistake too. Coffee before vocals is not chill. Oh, I do. Room it all the temperature time. <laughs> room, It's not for me. It, I do I, it while
2: I'm recording. I'm like sipping coffee. I always <laughs>
0: just drink room temperature water, dude. Room temperature water, that's the only thing I really or or you know, if I'm having fun, it may be beers, but just yeah, dude. I can't. I can't do anything else really because like, it, it, I become or I used to do throat coat. I used yeah, to. Yeah, I hate that shit, dude. It's I hate so that shit, asking. dude. Um, there's this spray stuff that you used to work. Oh yeah, good. It's like that lemon spray. Clear or voice.
2: Flora's
1: Clear voice. voice. That's right.
2: I've had tablets of that. Like I've had like yeah, I've had something like that or like Voca. Or some There's some other one. But uh, it really is
0: all about finding the. Your median with your voice and mm-hmm. your body and how you can sustain it as long, like when you're saying doing long sustained growls during those warmups, like that's exactly how I would do it too. I would try and yeah, just to s- s- like be consistent with a noise for a long period of time, knowing that I can control it and keep it there, and then try something different and right, right, and, right. You know. But doing it for two hours in a way, is not, not where I'd have to do, I'd have to train for like the next year to even try to do that.
2: Yeah, it's just I just build my way up to it. Honestly, yeah. my bigger problem for this tour, and this is kind of new to me, but but um, for some of those sustained screams, it's not the physical ability of doing them. It's it's uh, I lose oxygen in my head, and then like oh shit. That was it's kind really, of part of why, yeah, so i uh, like like, the, again, there were, like, a few times that I thought I was going to pass out, and I think it's because I'm on, like, blood pressure medicines now, so I'm oh wondering man. if, like, maybe that has, like, an impact, you know? Um, I, I so I figured it, it out, I figured it out, but, like, I, you know, it was, there were a few kind of instances early on.
0: Isn't the sure. story of the first scream on Scream Bloody Gore, Chuck passed out in the studio doing Did it? Did he? Yeah, I think that I've never or, heard that there's one of the or one of the screams on scream bloody gore it would he, make sense if it was those first yeah. uh
2: yeah we actually opened with that intro we did the infernal death intro with that to like start the set which sick. is fun yeah so it's like right out the gates just like
3: yeah
0: um,
2: but uh sick.
0: I've, I've never I've never heard that story but shows, dude what's that what's the what's the immediate response you're getting you're the front guy right there like with the de- crowd that's freaking out about hearing death live like what does that feel like dude
2: uh it's cool i don't know i just i feel like i'm just like but i just feel like i'm part of something that's like no brilliant. i know i know you know, you know it's like yeah, when i say yeah. front
0: man you, i know but you are going to be the voice of the band yeah. in the situation you know but it's just like and also being the new guy you're like oh i'm standing in a position of like this man yeah and and these people love his music and i'm the guy that's going to be doing do you so
1: do you play all his solos and shit too
2: mm-hmm. yeah or right. ah, i try to man and you know so like you know
1: being in that position too like it's not only that you're only doing that you know that there's going to be eyes on you looking at you like like what i just why i put, put that video up just now of yeah. like of it's not just like oh he's doing that job cool tight it's going kind of like is he doing it well is he doing it like Chuck is i'm gonna you know i saw him in 19 right. blah 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 like i want to like this is a lot of people like kind of going back to their childhood with this stuff and uh Man. he would just
0: rock a black t-shirt like isn't live in la with him just rocking a black t-shirt and that, that video i was like oh dude i'm i'm feeling it right now because i like have seen chuck like wearing the same thing yeah. isn't that is that is that your guitar is, did chuck play that style guitar too oh
1: yeah
2: yeah 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 and actually when yeah he played a bc rich stealth uh stealth. which i had a tribute one it was it's not the same as the one that, that Ormsby now that you have now now I'm using Ormsby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's
1: sick.
0: Yeah, I'm the dumb dumb that doesn't pay attention to how th- I'm like that guitar looks cool, and then I'll never. Well, I mean, it does
2: that. it does look pretty stealthy, and that's kind of why I chose that one too. Was right. you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like, a best of both worlds because it's a it's a better instrument and it's more comfortable to me. But it's like you know, it's kind of got that look with sort of like a and I like it because it's got a yeah. little bit of a modern vibe to it too. The but fan
1: fret yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah sanjay that's the person i first saw play that guitar was sanjay that exact like, guitar yeah he's got that pink yep. one yep yep yeah and i was yeah. like what the fuck that looks fucking sick yeah and uh that's a, it's kind of like it's perfect too because it's like a <clears throat> like a modern take on you know it's not like you're not like you don't want to like dress in the same cl- like do everything the same like it's modern now you know yeah. so you're using like a modern guitar and like with a, an influence from chuck's guitar you mm-hmm. know it's like it's perfect i think it's absolutely perfect to play that guitar
2: yeah, yeah, that was I mean that was exactly my thought with that was yeah. And those do guitars you, feel really really good, so.
0: Oh yeah. Do you use a, a different setup for Exist?
2: Um as far as uh like rig?
0: Do you or do you play the same guitar for Exist as well?
2: Um it so the thing with Exist now is just I'll probably use the Ormsby's that I got like some, but but the new Exist stuff is actually all 7-string
0: hmm. So, so, what's 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 uh, I'm, I'm here. I am trying to talk gear talk. Joel asking what kind of what so kind are of you playing
1: games. an Ormsby seven string or what other brand are you playing?
2: So, so I oh, was that, that's what do. the brand
0: is. Okay. Ormsby, yeah. I, I got yeah, orms orms brand. Is, orms brand. Is
2: the brand of guitars. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I uh, I recorded the rhythm guitars for all the exist stuff before I got those Ormsby's, before it like kind of you know, I was it was. Like before, I worked out that deal with them. So, mm-hmm. um so why have I, I never don't... heard
1: that name though? It's a newer I mean, name. It's about three or four. Kind of, yeah, day. newer,
2: yeah. like like they're kind of yeah, more like in line with. i like got a Dino from
1: critique. Fear Factory and like yeah, yeah. They a, yeah. They've got
2: a lot of tech death guys. They've got like, yeah, not, like yeah, guys. Um, totally, yeah. They got oh, fucking yeah, Dina, they got Dave on it, or um, not
1: Dave, but Justin or Jesse. Justin, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Dave, Dave Haley, Joe, Joe? Haley, Jesus. Joe Haley. Joe Haley Jesus. Joel, yeah. Joel, it's one letter <laughs> off from your name, bro. I've only toured with them, so I feel like a dick. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, no, they've got a, a lot of, a, a lot of like those VR from guys. Uh, uh, there's probably a ton more people I can't. Well, it's playing like a, as a but, gear
1: nerd, uh, like so jumping over. I mean, I have the Strandberg, like, but as far as it's a very slight fan, it's not like anything extreme i have seen some yeah. of those orms that are pretty extreme yeah um how did you you just start playing everyone just goes i just it, play it and it works
2: it's, it's you don't even really notice it it's, okay because it's it really, field the vision's kind of looking down i, I know i angle. know when you look at it you think and that was like because Sanjay was the one who you know like like i went over and i and i spent some time just kind of jamming around uh mm-hmm. on on his and uh and yeah like uh it's you really don't it looks like it would be a learning curve to that, and it's really not a big yeah. deal. it's yeah, it's pretty cool. You want to
1: get really nerdy and get a true temperament for a job.
2: I know, Isn't I know, it? I know, I know. I've played one of those once. A what does that
1: mean? Yeah, what they're like
2: they're,
1: they're all squiggly to like actually Mm -hmm. match the actual like perfect tone right because
2: because a a guitar is not a true tempered instrument it can't technically it cannot technically be i'm sorry
0: we got to go one back and say what does tempered mean like perfectly Um, in
1: tune
2: yeah it can't it cannot be perfectly in tune because the spacing of the frets basically it's like each note would be a little bit different than you know so so it's kind of like a guitar in terms of how the frets are big and and gradually get smaller it's kind of like this general approximation Mm -hmm. of that you know and that's why you'll even get like guitarists who might tune their b string like a little bit different or like you know i've found like for certain songs sometimes maybe like because of the key something's in you know there's like little pitch differences that might work better for you know just because of the voicings you're using or something so so yeah technically uh to have so so the the slant's make it closer uh the other thing that it does is it helps with string tension because of because the bridge you know is uh yep is you know it's, the lower everything's strings different stuff. exactly right um yeah and so you can use kind of more regular gauge strings instead of like having those custom sets um but yeah like a a true tempered guitar it's yeah it's basically got to have these like you could probably google it it's it it has these like squiggly yeah, frets
1: I yeah, it's kind of like out. psychedelic looking. It's like... They look
2: cr- they look crazy. That looks like it'd be a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, I picked one up once and it was, it, you know, it seemed, you know, well, I, I, I could see I myself the, being the
0: fan. I was going to say the fan thing always was psychedelic to me because didn't like uh, Carlos Santana take acid. And then he thought he was playing later at Woodstock and then they called him on next. So I'm just was thinking masculine. like going would be he thought he was playing a snake. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of like that's what the shit would look like if I was on acid looking down at the guitar like whoa it's not like, like that crazy. Oh okay. Well, if, the, you look, if, you you up, uh, if you look if you look
2: up if you look up the true temperament shit. ones, you're really going to freak the fuck out. Ah. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. dude. See, see yeah, how these frets go. are yeah. right there.
1: So this is a fan of true temperament one, right? That's this is like a little dude. it's a Strandberg, so they're like they, they basically like Oh, it was Stran-
2: every- it was a it wasn't a Kiesel. it was a Strandberg the one that I played. It was a Strandberg.
1: It's like the dude from uh, that now plays in uh, Mashuga. Uh, what's his? Uh, Peters or whatever. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Pear yeah. Nails that sense? guy's like got like, that guy's insane. But he's, he's got incredible. like like a, that fucking his signature guitar. I'm like fuck. It's like five grand. Uh, when you get true temperaments, like adds like two, three grand, right? I'm sure. Much. Yeah. 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 I'm
0: just like, who's the guy who figured that out, dude? Like, here's here's the way we get past this problem. Or are they even? Is that still yeah. true?
2: Yeah, theoretically, somebody probably knew it like hundreds of years ago when it was just lutes, but it's just you know it wasn't probably that easy to. I don't know. I'm sure shaping the metal like that is a pretty yeah big getting the in frets the ass, like and, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah.
1: You guys it's heard like of the uh, microtonal guitars? Now. What's that, Casey?
4: The microtonal guitars. Oh
1: God. My you uh, <laughs> want to you go get that real problem. wild, dude. <laughs> I, it's, it's like, it's like uh, almost like uh, India, East Indian kind of like um, so tar- as far as like the semitones in between, yeah. They use know. like
2: 22 semitones or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's yeah.
1: like the guitars that have like these frets in between frets, and it's like looking at those guitars, I'm just like I'm watching people play them. I'm like, I don't even believe you, I don't even, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know yeah, how you're yeah. playing that yeah
2: that's like, a world i don't so... i don't think i'll ever venture into that's, uh... <laughs> yeah. not because it's not cool like just i just don't you know that's prog There's like only 20... so many hours that's... in the day yeah. right that's, right
1: that's 20 like 32 there's gonna be guys playing michael Tr- michael tonal like the hipster guys
0: like that's what happened
5: to uh uh tony my bandmate from transcend the realm uh he lives in istanbul Sitarre. now right no no he plays oh. micro he plays and studies microtonal guitar now what the fuck that's what's coming yeah. it's like
1: micro breweries first now
5: micro t- okay. <laughs> who's
1: the
2: guy from uh screaming micro- headless torsos he's like kind of into. The- i'm sure there's a bunch of other players like yeah we'll but, see
1: it it's coming because yeah. there's going to be like changing yeah you know, people want to be, be, like, be yeah a- how death
0: metal guys death metal guitars get enlightened they go out to the it east goes. where yeah yeah, yeah. that top dude.
1: left one the top left one it's perfect that's a perfect yeah. one see, was I, I want to see somebody cool, play click it, it, click it let's see somebody play it real quick
5: oh sick yeah look at that fuck that What? That's the all f- I'm going to say is fuck <laughs> wait can I, can I get can I get I want to see if I can find Tony's that's videos not the,
4: that's well, insane uh, dude The that guitar on the right is like or on the left I mean is crazy uh, can you guys see all Which that one? this one on this one he pulls up here
0: i
1: oh, know i can't see all that
0: <laughs> can't see shit what, Are can't you, you watching something
1: <laughs> did you see guys that. see it no no no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't hear it oh sorry no. you know. i think you only shared oh. a tab you don't see it you shared a tab you didn't share the whole thing oh sorry that's weird i don't
0: know what's going on well do your research
4: people that shit looked crazy as shit yeah. Well, let me share like Zoom used to. It was so easy. Anyways, yeah. Those are crazy. Anyways,
1: yeah. Sorry. Fuck yeah. Well, so good stuff.
0: Yeah, dude. This was good shit. So, Max, what? Uh, you, you said you're in the process of writing this new album. That's cool, dude. So,
2: or uh, recording now. We oh, finished yeah. drums. Oh, and went okay. down to Did I say writing? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brody lives in Atlanta. So, I went down there like back uh, in like March and we. Uh, track the drums for it and then yeah like rhythm guitars are basically done so i'm just kind of doing some final editing and copying like kind of choosing the takes and um and then yeah we're about to record bass and then i guess there'll be a whole bunch of layers of kind of all the trick are
1: you doing shit. a dry recording and then uh, reamping or is that how you i think
2: so i i okay. you know what it's it's all it's all di right now and i'm just using like the neural dsp plugin so yeah, yeah. that option Me is too. there you know so yeah. like it's not impossible that i'll just use the plugins but i think i probably want to do that I, I i will probably end up reamping
1: yeah 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 what would you say like I, we're recording i mean re- casey and i are recording pretty soon but like uh we're recording uh guitars right now Mm-hmm. and we're just doing the dry but we're, we're you know we're throwing like we have Ableton, we we'll throw on the plug-in and then we'll when we're done take off the plug-in and then just you know uh export the dry tracks out but would you, like a difference in tone since you're like you know you've been all over the place you've you're very understanding of tone what's the difference in an album with going like with, with a tube amp versus oh, like you're a definitely vocal?
2: asking the wrong guy yeah <laughs>
1: thank you very much
2: yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of a big idiot when it comes to that stuff so
1: really it feels like yeah. you i mean with you like it seems like your tone like you have great tone from everything i've heard with the uh, well, thank, stuff. thank you yeah yeah
2: with the exist stuff honestly like our other guitarist is like a wizard with that and so you know i kind of just defer to him a lot of the times you know
1: yeah yeah just um, get the stuff down and be like whatever do the tone
2: yeah yeah, yeah yeah sort of yeah or like you know he'll he'll kind of advise me on stuff and uh yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I'm not sure. I, I know, like, a lot of purists who really can tell the difference, and I don't doubt that it's... But I've never really, like, been the I guy agree. to sit there and kind of, like, do shootouts with stuff, you know? My favorite I should. Is the, I should, uh, should but...
1: There's, like, these uh, videos online of these, like, super purists, like, old-school dudes, and they do a blindfold test of, like, a Kemper right. versus their, like, favorite amps of, like, the, you know, 80s through 2000s and stuff, and they just mm-hmm. blindfold them and be like, which one's real which one's fake and they fuck up every single one like they can't <laughs> tell it's like it's like uh like one of those like purists like wine people or something you like fuck up with the wine a little bit and like which one's the high-end stuff and it's yeah. yeah, like it comes we down did, to a blindfold
2: did. we had a friend who uh, our, our other guitarist did that with a engineer friend of ours who was who was kind of like what you know he was more a vintage guy and and my friend went over to his studio one day and this guy's got just like you know, some Everything. insane amount. Yeah, exactly. And and he uh, profiled like all of his amps, and then they did some of those. You know, and the guy. Yeah, yeah. But but I don't I don't know. I think there's I do think there's probably a, I, I don't think that's all bullshit. I think
1: I think there's know, a cause... live air push from a tube amp. There's mm-hmm. a live like air like you can feel like a kind of a bassier air kind of feel to it. But as far as what the crowd is hearing, I, th- right. I don't think there's much difference.
2: Well, yeah. and then you could argue also like depending on circumstance, you know, it's it's probably easier to get a cleaner sound just going di through the pa like that you know so so i you know and then uh, beyond that like for me it's more just the convenience element and
1: travel wise yeah exactly yeah Yeah, exactly yeah it's perfect yeah Mm -hmm. well fuck yeah man i mean i'm super glad you came on i mean fucking you've been a part of the you're in the coolest shit and you have a fucking awesome band exist is fucking rad i listen to it all day today yeah super sick Thank yeah you. really cool actually no like honestly i was like listening to like fucking probably 15 or 16 like songs i was stoked like at work like one of my, had, thank you. Kind of my of favorite new, recent list, new I,
0: bands i was gonna yeah. say one of my favorite recent new bands to come across is this band for sure i'll be digging more into the like i said i just listened to the newest record because i actually li- use uh amazon prime music which is oh, okay it's it's so, it's a so like, That's fine. And th- actually, there was like a demo on there, and then I clicked it, and they were like, "This content's not available." I'm like, "Motherfucker, why? Am, ah! Why, are guys, why are guys advertising that this is on here?" But uh, anyways, dude, that so was gonna be 35 e- or younger. E- what is it? Ego, <laughs> ego. East. Yeah, ego. East is our newest one. Yeah, that's it, the one that I had.
1: Yeah. I had an experience with today, and it was awesome. And yesterday, just actually, the twist of the uh, it's got the old school like cynics, everything I want, plus like a new kind of like modern vibe on top of it so that's that's, what i got like immediately from it like it's got like what i love and what i've loved to listen to my whole life plus like a modern kind of like
0: i thought that you'd be into it dude there's definitely like a lot of prog in there that i was like oh yeah joel's oh i loved it
1: yes Prog nerd
0: i loved it oh well thank you that means that means a
2: lot to me it does you know especially like you know i uh you know, I I had uh, that Severed Savior album like you know fucking forever ago, and you know same with the odious stuff. I had a you know I I had some friends that showed me all that stuff back that you know Smith, so dude. you know I was hip wow. to that scene back then. So, oh yeah, yeah thank you,
4: you guys for Insane. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. So, but uh, check out the other one. It's not exist, but it's sort of the similar context as this weight album that we just. It's called Wade, Wait. W a i t. That okay. uh on the, yeah true. thanks man yeah on the yeah. artisan era and it's it's uh it's the bass player from alex weber and i oh, and fuck our, yeah. uh, with a friend of ours uh who's a really great guitarist and kind of is the you know he's kind of the core of that band and him and i kind of co-wrote a lot of the songs and um and a sastry drummed on it uh oh shit so jesus yeah, yeah. He's he's a a great fucking guy. yeah. Sounds so like we need to get us. Alex
0: Weber on too, dude. He's, you should oh,
2: definitely.
4: Right
3: on. You do I, an love, episode I love Campbell Campbell. Alex
4: Weber and Alex Webster. Like in the same
2: I went and got dinner once with uh when they were doing the conquering dystopia stuff. I went with oh, uh Ru- Rudy and Loomis and 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 that was when I met like Webster. Sick. And the and he, I I remember that was like one of the first things he says. He just looks at me and he's like Who's Alex Weber? <laughs> 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 oh, this is
0: dude. Doppelganger, dude.
3: Uh,
1: that's, awesome. that's, that's so good. Yeah. That's so rad.
0: Well, cool, dude. This is so fun, dude. Thank yeah, thank Matt you guys so for having much, me dude. on. Thank yeah, you for no, cool, dude. And, uh, Good hangout, man. So fun, fun, dude. Oh, yeah. Where you want people to go buy some stuff or go check out? Where can they get all the latest info on uh, um, stuff, dude?
2: I guess. Uh... So exist
1: uh, bandcamp or whatever. Exist, exist. Bandcamp.
2: bandcamp yeah, Exist.Bandcamp.com. I think for weight, that's through the artisan era. So I I feel like I have to look
1: Artisan era, you got a uh, what uh Inferi. What uh fuck.
2: yeah, what yep, yep, it? yep, yeah, it's their label. Yeah, the inferior guy's label. So oh, uh cool.
1: Malcolm. Huh, I Malcolm, that. Jesus oh. couldn't think of his name. Yeah, Malcolm
2: Pug and Mike Lowe.
1: Is that you say his last name is Pug?
2: I no, I'm probably fucking it up. Oh, that was of, yeah. i I
1: like saw the H of the end, I was like P
2: no, you're totally right. Um
1: uh I've hung out with him like twenty times. I'm just like, what's up, Malcolm? I'm not gonna say your last
2: name. Uh, <laughs> wait wait.bandcamp.com. So exist.bandcamp.com, okay. oh, yeah. wait.bandcamp.com.
1: Um and then hit you, you up know. for uh lessons, guitar lessons if people are looking yes, for lessons. Or right? set
2: or session work, you know. I do I do, I do uh I do guest solos. I do a lot I, I did a lot oh, of dude. vocal stuff. I actually did a yeah, I did some cool albums, kind of. So what? Cool. Uh, that's mainly your Instagram.
0: Instagram. I, have, I have ideas. <laughs> yeah, Instagram
2: it. Max Max underscore uh, exists Phelps Exist. Phelps. Uh, yeah, something. and I feel like there's something else I should be. I guess Exist, band official is our Instagram for that, but you can find that all through mine. So. So <laughs> I want to like but, start yeah. a
4: project and then like hire you to like do some part on it, dude. So what up? I'll <laughs> do it. So sick. What yeah, up? I'll do it, man. Fuck I was, yeah. I, dude.
2: I was having fun doing. I started. I'm. I, I have a setup where I can do vocals here now. So, cool. Uh, yeah. Nice. I did a. Uh, I did a really cool album with uh, that's kind of death. Like I don't know when it'll come out, but this Brazilian guy. But it was Weber on bass, oh. and then uh, George Goliath did drums on it. No oh, session thing. That? Yeah, and, and Bobby did some guitar stuff. I don't know some, some yeah. fast guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's like, some of the stuff he's playing is almost more like fusiony. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. oh shit that's um, rad, dude. Yeah, and he then. uh, die. Yeah, I did a few kind of cool. I did this really cool one with this guy with Forrest. So I don't know when any of these oh, are Forrest. coming out, but Forest, yeah, with Forest on bass and uh, oh, love
1: Forest.
2: Yeah, a bunch of we Canadian know. guys and that Robin. Uh, what's Dude, that? Oh, Robin. Australian
1: yeah, we're gonna get him on. Drummer, the drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of oh, yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, I've never, like
2: never talked to him, like or anything, oh, but great. you know, it was just yeah. a session thing that it did. But you know, very cool album that. One of the best guys. I don't know when it's gonna come out. Robin Stone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, love him. We're going to get him um, on here for sure. We've been talking to him. We're going to get it on. We're going to yeah, get uh, it on. This Ta-
4: a very this talented drama. gentleman as well. Yes. Oh, no.
1: I love Robin Stone. <laughs> oh, he did a Menta and he did a, what he filled in for oh, what? Yeah, was a it? it was uh, Augury for one tour we did. He like the Was it Augury? Was
4: that what he was playing? Either
1: Naraxis or Augury. Yeah. It was Augury. Canadian. I was Augury. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sick. did it. I remember I, was, I told All the story. He had like swine great play to show. Dude, you a
4: yeah, a gangster. So we're talking about two things. That, uh, li- I recently the lost a session lived,
5: gig so. to him too. So oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he, seems, he seems like one of those go-to all, guys. That, all yeah. the better for the band. Yeah. They, well, luckily well, Joseph doesn't guy. have
1: any bands he's playing with. So and has like 400 bands. Joseph <laughs> is <laughs>
4: looking for some bands. So if you guys are, uh, <laughs> he's yeah.
1: rivaling Gabe Sieber. He's like, Dude, I'm taking that motherfucker. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Gabe. Gabe. Gabe pretty <laughs> yeah, busy, doesn't he? He's like constantly on there. A little bit. Yeah, Aren't yeah. they starting their tour tomorrow like decrepit? I know I'm supposed to go in, in Sacramento, but I have to I get off work late, anyways. Yeah. Fucking dude, are we
0: raiding anybody?
1: Oh, shit I gotta raid is anybody on now. I gotta get raided, Joel. I, I have to piss to. like a race, Joel's race the like only a one who horse. Well, you
0: better piss like a raid horse, dude. Let's I go. was,
1: you, you guys might have noticed. I was looking for like canisters <laughs> around me real quick because I was like, this is getting a little Sweet. sus with my like, how hold how hard I'm holding it. Okay. We'll send it to either uh, Nicole, who's been on the podcast, or she's got 116 people. I think she just got rated, or um, Kevin. But Kevin's playing video games. Severed Gene, H- Gene
5: on. is
2: Gene on? Gene does Twitch. Oh, Gene? No, too.
5: Gene usually goes on early in the day. I ah! follow yeah, yeah, that's cool. Severed. dude Severed Troy, dude? Oh, well, well, Severed Severed Troy's not, on. he's not playing uh, right no, now. He's not. I was just
1: chilling. He has to be on to raid yeah, I Um. I thought he was. But by the time we talk about it, everyone's like, all right, we're out. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. No, what do you guys think? What's the chat the think? What does the chat think?
0: Yeah. I'm not watching the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just uh crickets. Shout out uh, Sam Lanyon. Yeah. Shout out Sam. All right. Well <laughs> raid, all right, I'm gonna raid. I'm gonna raid
1: whoever. Who? Oh, Who's we got it? David. We got some David there. Frank
0: drums one eighty two. David Frank drums? Okay. All right, Nicole, everybody's saying I got we got three Nicole's. Sorry. We got three. Yeah, Frank, oh,
1: he's got 182. Yeah, it's Nicole. Nicole yeah. I pretty much read like most. If we got
0: three votes versus one, we gotta take the oh, three yeah. votes, guys.
4: <laughs> All
1: right. All right. All well, right.
0: dude, again, Max, thank you so much, dude. Yeah, thank you guys. This was awesome. Hell yeah. And, dude, uh, so much, thank you so much to everybody who's been with us on the live chat. And uh Hope we interacted enough with you guys tonight. I was feeling like we didn't do it at all last week. So, but yeah, rock on. We'll see you next week. And uh, d- oh, we didn't even say our shit real quick, huh? Cali Death Podcast. BigCartel. You get a live bagging if you order. Are you doing this because I have to piss? Yeah, I am, dude. And Battle Force Coffee. Battle Force Coffee.
1: All right, I was pissed.
0: Battle forge Coffee. Boom. All right. Love you guys. All right. Love you guys. Peace out.
3: Peace.